goes on behind the doors. I know because I saw it. I lived it. He is gone. I'm into some kinky stuff. What? D. Snyder Radio. I told you. Yeah, I'm a D. Snyder. Ooh, where's my autograph book? Okay, stop talking. Get in, sit down, shut up, and hold on. Can I please say one more thing? Ladies and gentlemen, D. Snyder. Let's play. This week and weekend are over. I'm going to need a week's vacation just to recover. (laughs) Why is it that our vacations, you know, like in order to get to them, we have seemed always, and it seems everybody, not just us, to do an inordinate amount of work in preparation for them. And then we take the time off and we come back to an inordinate amount of work to recover from them kind of defeats the whole purpose of the vacation, doesn't it? I guess. I think it's like that for everybody, though. The desk is piled high when you get back. Oh, it's true. I mean, look at Dark Side and Nick, besides, you know, the D-Day. They're finally getting a week off, and then they're, okay, we got to get Best of D. Snyder Radio ready, a week's worth of material. Isn't that essentially the show right there, doing all that prep? I mean, man. Yeah, but you get to sleep late for a week. True. No. Yeah. Given the choice. I think uh, we all would decide to put a little extra work in to get those few days off, to live like human beings for a change, go to bed late, sleep late, relax for a week. And I said, we'll, we'll, we'll recover. We have the big week off, but right now I can't really think about that. That's another bizarre thing because it's just so much focus on D-Day mm-hmm. as we count down to Friday. And, uh, and uh, for me... I can't even, like, hang around. Like, Suzette and the kids aren't coming up Friday. And the reason is, simply, that it would be actually cruel and unusual punishment to bring your children to Six Flags New England, have them sit there looking at the rides for the entire (laughs) D-Day celebration, and then upon its completion say, okay, everybody in the car, we're out of here. But, Daddy, no, we want to go in the road. Sorry, can't, got to go, got to go. See, originally, I booked this date. I'm doing a show in Germany. That's for people listening. The big oh, that's festival right. over there. I right. Forgot. See, D-Day wasn't supposed to be this day. And when I accepted the date, uh, Friday wasn't supposed to be D-Day originally. So when I accepted the date, it was like, all right, well, it's, you know, we'll, it's the last week before we take our vacation. Okay, I'll do that show. And then things happen, and we changed the date. And all of a sudden, now it's like, finished D-Day. Get in the car, back to Long Island, get in the car to the airport, get in the plane, and off to Germany for the festival. So, which I'm not particularly crazy about because I, I really would like to just hang out and, and relax mm-hmm. after D-Day with everybody and, you know, not feel like I've got some sort of a deadline and a clock's ticking somewhere. But whatever. It is what it is. We're happy. We're celebrating. 
two years of D. Snyder Radio. Countdown to the end of year two. Things are going quite well, actually. And a lot going on this week in anticipation. The song parody contest ended on Friday is the official date. So they're coming in. We'll be playing more song parodies all week long. And Friday, we got the big decision to make. And this is not going to be easy. No. <laughs> nice message. Uh, and let's see. Uh, Family Feud this morning. Not too late in the morning, early in the morning. We've got more D-Day invites to give away. They were giving away all weekend, Nick? Yes. So uh, uh, that went well, I'm sure. I'm sure people were quite enthralled to be joining the party. I, you know what? We could have, it, last year we had 500 guests. And so this year, you know, we like to up the ante a lot. So we said, okay, 1,000, because those 500 went. We, we, could have given, we could have given away thousands, for that matter. All right, now being the kind and forgiving leader of the troop that I am, I have allowed Psycho Dan to have his song choice today because I mixed him on Friday. And this is how he repays me? Oh, good call, Psycho. <laughs> okay, you two, why don't you say slow dance together while <laughs> me and Darcy run to the bathroom and blow chunks. Okay. Well, everybody, enjoy. We'll be back with Peace Night Radio. It's Radio 104. <laughs> I never get told, does it, Dark Side? Radio. It's Radio 104, Psycho Dance Song Choice. And a good Burn one. It! Hey. <laughs> that's a good song. Don't you laugh, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Closet hey. Oasis fan. I'm not, I don't. Come on I've out, never, Nick. I've never purchased one of their Come CDs. Out. There are a couple. So, you know, we work in radio. You rarely purchase CDs. Okay. I'm sure you have right. some. I might, but no, I'm no, not no. going Nick, to. No, Nick's that kind of guy, Beth. See. <laughs> <laughs> Just because he's broke and has no money, they offer him for free, but he's not going to be put upon like that. He goes out and buys them and pays top dollar. No, I'm just saying that I would never choose any Oasis song as my choice if I had one yeah, choice. Yeah, because a you week don't want average. to admit it. Because you said to me just a few weeks ago that you wouldn't mind going to see them in concert. Yeah, well, I'm a Beatles no, fan. He said so he wouldn't mind going down on Neil Gallagher, is what he said. That's very different. No, I'd like to see him cover a few Beatles songs, but that's about it. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Excuse me a second. The only reason Psycho Dan chose Oasis was because we had just played a Stone Devil Pilot song. <laughs> and he couldn't true. play STP. That was like a fallback thing for him. They're like a distant second to Journey. I mean, Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> STP. I was reading a review of, uh, of the new STP record. I haven't asked Psycho what he thinks of it. I like the single. But, I haven't heard the whole album. Well, it was saying that... Um, that uh, it's like they're so different. All the songs are so different, and and, <laughs> and, and uh, he sings like all different. You know, like he sounds like a different vocalist on each track. That's good. Of course, he's, he's oh, he was great in the cover band. <laughs> he can sound like anybody. Well, I'm curious. Is there one where he sounds like Steve Perry? <laughs> oh, here it is. The cover they did. It's so accurate. Turn it up. Now that he's off the heroin, his voice is really cleared up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm back in the 70s. Oh, God. 
That guy can sing, though, man. He's got a good voice. Steve Perry? It's all in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the nose. Hey, um, okay, you know, I'm looking at all the stuff that's going on today. We got it together. Oh, we were supposed to talk to Dave Navarro today. See, actually, we already taped an interview with Dave Navarro. We were going to play it today, and it was really good. Dave was a nice guy. Didn't really know where he, where, what he'd be like, actually. I know. I, I didn't know either, but he was really great. I mean, I could I could have seen him, at, for some reason, it wouldn't have surprised me if he acted like that a-hole from Filter. Mm-hmm. If he had come off like that. I mean, not that, uh, very few people come off like that guy from Filter, but it wouldn't have surprised me, because he seemed to be from that same sort of school or whatever, but he wasn't like that at all. Very nice. Interesting. And uh, we'll be talking to him, we're going we're gonna to play that, I should say, tomorrow, instead of today. Because our dance card is kind of full today, and we've got a lot of things we've got to take care of on the show, uh, including heavily promoting Nick's liquidation sale. Wow, I went that- on the uh, website. That's pretty nice stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's you got everything up there. It's pretty now. Now I'm looking at the, the you know the way you printed it up. You said it's an auction. Yeah. I mean, it started off as a tag sale, but uh, over the course of the weekend, I had a lot of different people asking me for the same items, so this might turn into an auction. Well, what looks like it's going to be the hottest ticket? Well, the kitchen table, that's, that's a lot of people have inquired about that. A lot of people... Now, what do you think the interest in the kitchen table is? Historic value, or is this purely yeah. uh, functionality that they can use it? Uh, it's a nook table, D. so people ha- can't... I think a lot of people are envisioning this in their own kitchen, and they kind of like oh, it's it. A it's nice, this, yeah, it's a nice It's a table. good piece. It's a nice, a nice table. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean... Uh, out of the pictures online, I don't even have the entertainment center up there. And over the course of the weekend, I decided that I'm going to sell my couch as well. So those are some of the higher-priced items. But uh, my bed... What made you decide to sell the couch? You, you were thinking of keeping a couple of the pieces. Well, I'll tell you later, but um, I might have found an apartment over the weekend in the ghetto. Huh? And uh, <laughs> it's a small apartment. It's a small... In the ghetto. The ghetto? Yeah, it's right in Hartford. Elvis? It's right in Hartford. Um, but it's a smaller place, and I don't know if the couch is exactly going to fit in there. So um, I think I might sell that, too. Get as much money as I can. You should. I especially so, like online how you have advertised the Twisted Sister CDs. Yeah. Never used. Yeah, those are... Those <laughs> <laughs> is that what it says? Are they still in the shrink wrap? <laughs> One of them is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never so, used. Those are up for sale as well. You can get well, one. I'm glad I didn't them. autograph them for you. Like <laughs> yeah. you asked me to. Big fan of yours, Dave. Big fan. <laughs> no, those are, those are hot items. But, um, yeah, just I, because you've never used them. The big piece is, D, is the bed. Uh, even some, when I was working at the breakyard this weekend, I'm going to have some ladies are going to be down and uh, at my apartment on Tuesday. And uh, they're going after the bed. So that's I think mm-hmm. that's going to be the big one. Is it a double bed or is it just one of those big twin beds? No, it's a double it bed. Is. Hey, it's a lady. <laughs> yeah. Well, is it a full? Is it a queen or a king? Uh, no, it's a full. Full. A full. Yeah. That's all you need. I mean, you're not, yeah. you're not a huge man. That's plenty of bed. That's a lot of bed. That's a lot of bed. So People what happens? Trying the bed out. If you get your new apartment, you have no bed. No. Yeah, I thought about that. Yeah, I'm not, I, I think I need a new bed. 
I mean, you know. I'm sure. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? You've earned it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get good money off this stuff. I could find a nice new bed, air mattress, um, and it. sleeping bag. But Sell everything you've got and buy a new bed with the money. Well, it's not like I'm gonna go out and spend a ton of money on new furniture. I'm gonna I'll, I got a sleeping bag and stuff like that. I, I could handle that for a little while. Take you know, everything you got uh, and buy a new bed. Yeah, I'm I'll be living in the middle of the ghetto, uh, you know, in downtown Hartford. So I gotta do like you know when in Rome, you know, I gotta do what everybody else does down there. All right. Well, so we'll be talking more about the big Knicks liquidation sale. You can check out what's going on online at radio104.com. See some of the items. This is even. This is just. Uh, this is what would you say? Half of them. Yeah, about half. About half, and it's so it's a tag sale auction combo. Yeah, <laughs> do, you, do you see it as that, or is everything being auctioned? Uh, well, I see it as a tag sale for some items. You know, you might have to negotiate a little bit with me, but some of the bigger items, like my entertainment center, I think you know, my couch, those are going to be auctioned off to the highest bidder. Everything must go. Oh yeah, <laughs> everything. <laughs> no, no price. With, well, I won't say we'll be rejected. Of course, you'll reject prices, but you're willing to consider. Oh, of course. Just about any price, right? Of course. And of course you would. I mean, it's going to be happening at a good time. It's 3 to 7, so when you're coming home from work, you know, if you want to pick something up for the wife, I got some of Leslie's jewelry that I'm selling, so, you know, you nice. can pick some of that up. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a keg party. I put an order in for a keg, so this, you know, it's going to be a little party day. Oh, this is great, man. This is going to be great. And it's if, happening tomorrow, and you can be a part of Thursday's uh, Shame of the City by att simply attending Nick's liquidation sale. When will you be announcing your address? Uh, tomorrow morning uh, on the air, and then we'll put it up online. And I already talked to our webmaster. We're going to put some directions up there, too. Beautiful. This is great. Okay. Hey, Steve from Middletown is on the phone. Uh, one of, He's obviously one of Psycho Dan's friends. Hey, Steve, what's going on, man? Uh, you, you don't put me with Psycho Dan, dude. I'm not an Oasis fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. No, dude, you can't compare. You can't compare Scott Weiland to Steve Perry, dude. That's not fair. Oh, we're just busting Psycho's oh, chops. Right. Oh, okay. Now, we, cool. we, we, I actually... Yeah, we're just, we're just chop busting. No, I actually did hear that when he was in high school that he was in a Journey cover band. But, but so what? What does that mean? Well, I mean, dude, you, you dress like a girl. I mean... That's right. Yep, that's you know, right. I wore women's underwear. That, that's cool, but you know, I wouldn't do it. I don't think I'm Journey is a diss. I don't think that's dissing dissing yeah, him we're, at all. We're basically uh, it's, it's two different things, man. It's like uh, I don't know, apples and oranges. It's just two different things. All right. I think it's more like I think it's more like apples and kumquats or something. I think it's a, they're not even close. Now we're just busting Psycho's chops because he gets nuts about that stuff. That makes him Psycho Dan. And no matter how normal he comes off in every quiz we do, thanks for the call, Scott. Uh, every quiz we do, he comes off incredibly normal. He's fooling nobody. <laughs> we know what you're up to. Freezing like a deer in the headlights in the stall in the bathroom. It's just, he's not right. Something not right there. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. And it'll be time for the recap from Friday's show. It is entitled, The Script Was Somewhere Up His Wazoo. I have to, I think I, I need to, you know, clean some of that mm -hmm. up. Nick's got no comprehension of what's offensive now and what's unoffensive. <laughs> 
Like putting things where the sun never shines is such so commonplace. He thinks this is the norm. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you notice that Mick Foley was concerned about his kid hearing? Not that I'm saying we should stop at Dark Side, but even that sound bite we play, we just we just so we, we we're just so casual with that imagery and the concept. <laughs> since one of our closest friends has inserted things into the outdoor, so to speak, it's catching on, man. That we, so. we're just—it's weird how you become. It becomes like you become very relaxed. Even look, the pilgrim is, is sort of like used to it, but to the average person, it's kind of when you say things like, "Script was somewhere up his, you know, his his rectum." <laughs> that's that's a, a disturbing imagery. <laughs> People are weird then, you know? Uh, yeah, yes. people are weird. It's not you, don't worry. <laughs> they got to become more comfortable with their self, that's all. <laughs> I don't know if anybody could ever be as comfortable with themselves as you are with yourself, Nicholas. So uh, we'll take a break, come back, we'll hear the recap, and we've got another song parody to play you, another entrant. And like I said... They've been really great so far. We're going to have some problems choosing at the end of this week. So do stick around for more D. Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. Get used to it. Highest in quality. I kind of like it. Best for you. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. We're going to get back to the old school. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's old and brittle. I think you're all right. Oh, well, that explains a lot. Radio 104. Hey, besides the D-Day invitations that we're giving away today on the show, also with the Snide Remark voicemail line, 860-723-6071 is a great way to win invitations by simply getting on the phone and telling us how D-Snyder Radio has affected your life, changed your life, improved, dare I say improved your life? There, I said it. Okay. That's another way. We'll be giving away a pair with that. But, you know, I always make fun of golf because I really don't like it. And I really think it's a dumb... It's not a sport. It's a pastime. You know what? Though? Do what you want to do. That's cool. Whatever you want to do. Whatever floats your boat. You're not hurting nobody. You're out there chipping away. Go crazy. Go crazy. But I recognize, Beth, that a lot of our listeners disagree with me. A lot of our listeners are huge fans of, of golf and enjoy golf. And that is why when I was offered, they came in and they were very nervous. Pete, the promotions guy, was like, we, we have some GHO uh, Michelob prize packs to give away. And he was like afraid that it, you don't want those, do you? I'm like, of course I want those. Just because I don't like it doesn't mean I'm, I don't recognize the fact that there are people out there who do. And I so care about you the peeps who are fans of this that even though this is very hard i have vip passes uh to the michelob tent up there on corporate what do you call it corporate row beth mm -hmm. it's at the t what is the tpc toilet Turn paper company tournament players club oh uh, the, the uh t tournament play tpc in cromwell that's where it's happening the jho and um they gave me vip and as hard as this is I'm going to give them up for you. That's the nice people. of you, D. I, I know. I don't want to. 
you know, uh, tempting as it is to go and spend the day with a bunch of golfers and, uh, you know, and watch golf. I love you people, Lynn. So we're going to give those away as a grand prize. So how are we going to play this? We're not doing this right now, though. We're all week long, giving away prize packs, GHO Michelob prize packs. And then the usual, pick one of those people, and they'll win the VIP, win these VIP passes. Yeah, we'll pick that grand prize Thursday morning. Beautiful. Beautiful. That's happening later in the show. Okay? So you have that to look forward to. Okay. Have I covered everything I need to cover right now? Yeah, you're good. Okay, we're going to play the recap. And after the recap, we've got a another song parody. And like I said, we're just... We're just scraping the surface, playing one each day just to give you a feel for what's going on. But uh, they are coming in fast and furious. If you didn't mail yours by Friday, forget it. It's over, Johnny. The barn doors are open. The horse has left the barn. Forget it. There's no, you can't just... You're on the outside looking in right now, okay? But if you did get it in by Friday... It'll definitely be under consideration. We're going to play one of those when we get finished with this recap. Check it out. It's entitled, This Script Was Somewhere Up His Wazoo. Happened Friday on D-Sider Radio. It's Radio 104. Um, <laughs> you know what? Let's uh, We got that interview. Nick, so we were on the air. We were doing What Do We Learn Today? And Edge of Edge and Christian fame from the WWF called in. They were promoting... What was he promoting, man? King of the Ring this Sunday on pay-per-view. Okay. And uh, so, and Nick took the opportunity to grab a phone and talk to him. It was a short interview. Let's see what was said. Edge? Yes. Oh, awesome. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. I'm uh, Nick D's producer, D Snyder's producer. Okay. Uh, the King of the Ring. It's terse already. <laughs> it's already terse. What do you mean? I don't know. It's just... Well, you came in there. Edge? Yeah. Oh, awesome. <laughs> You're like some fan who, like, picks up the phone by accident or something like that. Awesome. They said they're going, oh, no. Did I just... Oh, <laughs> yeah, you got me. Yeah, I don't start off interviews very traditionally. I'm just like, yeah. Shut up, <laughs> Where do I hit? Adjust it or hit the other button? Yeah. Okay. Rhino? In the semifinals, yeah. In the semifinals. Now, I don't know much about Rhino. What kind of opponent is he? He's very tough. He's uh, six feet tall, 285 pounds, so that'll tell you how he's built. He's built like a like a block. Now, now how big are you, Edge? I'm 240, 6'4". See, I'm 5'7", 125, <laughs> yeah. but um, I've known to kick some ass in my day. I don't know if you've heard. Have you heard about me before? Never heard about you. <laughs> You've never heard about me. <laughs> He's laughing. I love, you said your stats and he started laughing. I'm 5'7", 125. Fucking <laughs> <Buck and> a quarter. <laughs> Soaking wet. A quarter, buck 30. Got a problem with that? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He couldn't contain himself. First wrestler wearing sandals. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like the Roman times. Because <laughs> where this is going. Yeah, I, I mean, I've gotten a few calls from, like, Shane McMahon before, and he's wanted me to... Well, no, see, the problem is, is he's come after me a bit because... Did you hear about Stephanie McMahon and I? No, no, never. Well, like a year... <laughs> he's, like, completely out of the loop. Doesn't know who you are, hasn't heard about the relationship. Can you turn the whole interview around to yourself? <laughs> Only Dee's supposed to do that. Enough <laughs> about so me. Well. Let's talk about me. 
longer ago, I talked to Stephanie McMahon. I interviewed her, and uh, she was totally into me. And then, well, you sound like a sexy guy. What can you say? I am a sexy guy. And uh, Triple H got really pissed off at me. And then he called so like a week later after we ran the interview with Stephanie and McMahon, and he started making threats at me and everything. Lies. So you're lying at this point. You're making stuff up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good, good, clean radio right here. This is oh, good. Man. So uh, I, I've been in trouble with the McMahon family and the WWF. So they're kind of keeping me down right now. So the man's keeping you down. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I might get involved. I might be a king <laughs> of the ring this Sunday and check it out. Now, um, can we count the eyes in this thing? <laughs> I can't help it. This is worse than I've ever been. The good thing you don't even know who the edge is, do you? He's creating yeah. a whole storyline. <laughs> For himself in the WWE. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I was just making stuff up. He's doing the mayor Mike. This is working out well for me. I need to ask you a few questions about Dee Snyder and Twisted Sister. Are you into music? Yes, I am. I've actually talked to Dee before on the show. You have? Now, I mean... You are the producer. You might remember that he was on the show before. Yeah. Have you forgotten at that point? Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good when you forget that the guest has been there. All right. Someone like D, do you think he should wrestle? Uh, there's a possibility, but he'd be better off going back with the, the huge hair and the makeup. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like yeah. shoulder pads, full on makeup. And I, I think he'd be pretty good in the ring. Yeah, I mean, uh, D always comes to the shows, too, in Hartford. Yeah, I know. Uh, he, he knows what he's talking about when it comes to wrestling. Yeah, I know. He he Rats. loves going to the shows. I want somebody to bring him up into the ring, so <laughs> that's kind of like, <laughs> D will be the big guy, and then I can manage him, and then I could come after Stephanie McMahon. Oh, I got you. Come on, take a megaphone or something. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Now, I, what I like about the WWF... You're like a Mexican. I, 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 I. <laughs> Everything's I. What's <laughs> this eyes just ringing out? I this and I that. Oh, man. Now is like the hose, you know, like Tris Stratus and stuff. <laughs> we also talked to her once, and uh, she was totally into me, too. See, that's why I need to get in with the WWF, because all these women are totally into me. Yeah, maybe you get lucky, right? But, yeah, but then you guys are so much bigger, you know what I mean? You get the grease all over you and everything, so you, <laughs> your muscles even look bigger. So I, I don't know how I'd compete. You know, I'm really big, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Edge, maybe I'm going to team up with you. Now, I know you could uh, catch King of the Ring this Sunday on uh, Cox and AT&T Digital Cable. Um, so this is going to be a big match. Good luck to you versus Rhino. Thank you. Um, I hope you get in the finals. You better, for D's sake. Well, if I get in the finals, I'm going to win the whole damn thing. How's that sound? Good for you. Thanks a lot, Edge, and uh, good luck on Sunday. And remember, you know, if next time you're in Hartford, just grab them, bring them right in the ring. Okay. All right? All right. All right take care, Edge. Right. Thank you. That was very entertaining, Nick. Yes, quick, to the point. Edge just doesn't... It was nice that you did bring in what he was calling about at the end, though. Yeah. That, was, that was very pro, very professional. You did a good job, Nick. Thank you. It was a quick one. That was fun. Yes, it was, and somebody did a count here. Wait a minute, I've got it. I've got to find this now because they counted how many times you said I in there. <laughs> i got to find it. I think it was Diesel Doug was, was doing the count. We should have a little clicker. They had that on um, on that uh, episode of South Park. I took with mm -hmm. the, with they used the S word, and I, there was a clicker at the bottom, and it was 163 
uh, S words were used. I don't think he was that like, close. No, no, no. It was nothing. It was nothing nearly like that. I got to find it. I'll find it during the break, and I'll, I'll give you people the actual count of how many times Nick used the word I. You put me to shame, Nick. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm pretty good at getting my get, talking about myself. <laughs> but you put me to shame right there. And do um, we know, did he get in the final, and did he win? We're for checking, D's sake? We're checking that out right okay. now. <laughs> All right. So we got a song parody. This one was... There's another one. This is not necessarily a winner but it could be the winner we i haven't heard this one you know nick and sean will go through and they'll they'll pick some good ones so uh you know we don't know who's gonna win what we're gonna do is we will pick four finalists we'll know who they are they'll be notified by thursday and then they'll be invited to d-day too and they'll arrive there knowing that they're a finalist so at least they're gonna walk away with a dvd player but one of them is going to walk away with an $8,000 Sea-Doo GTS personal watercraft. Well, they probably won't walk away. They'll tow it away. It's pretty, pretty heavy. <laughs> Although that would be quite a sight to see him carrying it. So check it out. Here's a new one. This one comes in from Mike from Deep River. Uh, I, like, I, like, I already like what he did it to. Check it out. Take off your clothes. <laughs> and then you turn off the light. Then you do a little more play. You bring me the back. And then the pelvic front. And then the donkey front. Let's listen to the Who lives in his car Hangs out each week at the Brickyard Bar He drank a glass of his own tea He hung like a child in in great tree Dark side gave his smoke in his pot He told us all about a deer he shot He says he's got a skull in his garage But I think he hit it while driving his Dodge Next let's talk about mud bones meat I think it's gotta be at least two feet Beth Lockwood is tiny tonight I've never seen her, but she sounds pretty hot. We can't get to the psycho Dan. He's giving us the traffic as fast as he can. Let's listen to D again. Let's listen to D again. Well, I was driving down the street just to listen to D. When on came Sean and 
first you take off your clothes. <laughs> and then you turn off the light. And then a little fork, right? You make the knees up tight. And it's a perfect drop. And then the dog gets up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's listen to Julia So, as a little too much information about our listeners to take care of their clothes and, and doing foreplay before they listen to my show. Uh, it's tough to miss with Time Warp, though. Uh, well done, Mike from Deep River. And uh, tomorrow and through, I guess, the rest of the week, we'll play another one each day. Of course, all leading up to D-Day 2, and we award the grand prize. And, of course, we'll play the finalists throughout the show on D-Day 2 as well. Uh, not your son Shane had a pretty good suggestion. I, at first, I thought it was not it was a cruel suggestion, which he does say. But listen to what he says. Uh, he says, uh, "D, I think that there should be a winner for the worst entry." <laughs> now it may sound cruel that you have to choose a worst submission, but the winner won't mind if they get like a DVD player out of it or something like that. It might be fun, don't you think? If you win a DVD player for the worst entry, that's got to take away the sting, doesn't it? I would think so. I wonder if we could get an extra DVD player. Uh, Todd Thompson has got like piles of them in his office. What do you think of the idea of, of like picking like? I mean, there there are some that unfortunately are just inaudible. I mean, you can't rec you can't tell what the hell's going on, right, Nick? Uh, yeah, I think that was is going to be a. Tough choice too. Of course, <laughs> because we had some that Sean and I sit here in the afternoon and we're just like, oh my god. Well, it's tough because it's, people obviously didn't intentionally send them in to be bad. No, I know, but if you listen, if they listen back to their tape once, I think I would be pretty embarrassed to put you know a stamp on it and send it in i mean some of them are just so bad say but, what you um, really think <laughs> but uh no I, I mean at least they tried it it was cool but um yeah we could get some of those on the air for if you want no problem the, you should have been embarrassed to put a stamp on this <laughs> yes, prize exactly well i think that I think we, we, if we play bunches of them that could be hurtful to the people who made a genuine effort like like beth said they they probably didn't they probably thought they were sending something, yeah. you know, in that was submissible. We didn't submittable. announce initially there was going to be a prize for worst, so no one probably was striving for that Let's achievement. Find the most horrendous one, and if we can get another DVD player, that would be. You know, like I said, I think uh, not your son Shane. Would, you know, they. All right, that's cool. I was so bad, I won something. Yeah. That's. that's <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna take that into consideration, not your son Shane. I think it's a good good idea. Hey, listen. We're playing the Family Feud next. If you'd like to join the party, the number is 860-666-4444. And today, listeners who give a correct answer on our survey will receive an in-demand Miss Congeniality prize pack, which includes a mirror, an in-demand coaster set, and a free movie from in-demand pay-per-view. Okay, so you win in the in-demand prize pack. What's the mirror? 
Does it say in demand on it or something? Maybe it says miscongeniality. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it's got to tie in somehow in there. It's like with Strangeland, we had little sewing kits that they gave away at one point. That's cute. <laughs> Strangeland sewing kits as a promotional item. Sew your own mouth shut. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about we're talking about miscongeniality. We're just seeing, you know. And I was a pretty, I didn't see it in the theaters. So that was a pretty enjoyable film on I rental. I heard it was cute. Yeah. Yeah, this is brought to you by In-Demand Pay-Per-View on AT&T and Cox Digital Cable, where you can see the biggest movies without ever leaving home. This is Darkseid's dream company <laughs> right here. Buy stock in this company, Darkseid, because you certainly endorse that. Okay, let's see. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back, 860-666-4444. Start calling now so we get you on the line. Uh, and let's get it before we split. Oh, by the way, Edge won the King of the Ring. For those who did not know, Dee, Nick he, Lantino. He said what? he was going to win it for you. That's a big <laughs> deal. He won it for me? Yeah. He said, you said, if you get in, win for D's sake. And he said he would. Yep. Well, Edge and I, we, you know, I met, did meet Edge on a couple of occasions. He's a fan. It's always nice to meet a fan. Uh, but, um, Nick, thanks for putting the good word in for me. No okay. We're taking a break. First, traffic from Psycho Dan. Psycho. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Did I say that? Yes, you said that. Radio 104. Later this week on D. Snyder Radio, look forward to a brand new On the Road with Mudbone. And, of course, you can meet Mudbone and everybody else from the show. If you're invited to D-Day 2, but anybody can join the party by simply downloading a special Six Flags coupon, $10.04 admission, $10.04, normal prices over 30 bucks. And come down early. They're going to open the, the park early, 9 a.m., Head on over to the Batman Spectacular and join the last hour of the D-Day 2 celebration. Two years of D. Snyder Radio in Hartford, in Connecticut, parts of Massachusetts, of course, on Long Island. And we'll all be there. Psycho Dan, Sean, Mudbone, me, Beth, Nick, Darkside, Todd Thomas. We present. Probably other uh, air personalities will be stopping down as well. They know it's good for them. Drag their asses out of bed, join the party. <laughs> Seem like they're part of the station. Okay, uh, let me see. What have I got here? Am I missing anything, Nick? Oh, I just do have some reactions. Some things. Just regarding your auction, uh, Andrea Queen of the Square Circle writes in and says, Can I please have first dibs on Mr. Jigglypuff? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, those pictures are hysterical. I will definitely be stopping by. So that's very nice. People are excited about that. Um, and also we got here, uh, let's see. This guy says, uh, subject, who are you and what have you done with Dark Side Dave? Hmm. Well, this is interesting. Yeah, this is a very interesting letter, actually. Uh, he's very suspicious, this guy. It says, after listening to the show on Friday, not only was I out of breath for four hours from laughing constantly, but I was bewildered in a good way by Dark Side. First, let me say that Darkseid had one of his best and most comical days ever Friday with the sound effects. His comedic timing was impeccable. What amazed me, to a greater extent, was to learn that Darkseid was starting to clean up 
What does this mean for D. Snyder Radio? No more foot, fat, or teeth jokes? What is the world coming to? Either some alien has abducted our dear Wookiee and replaced him with an evil counterpart, or Michelle has whipped Darkseid into shape. Insert sound effects here. That's, <laughs> that's what he said. He wrote, insert sound effect here. Whatever has happened, congratulations are in order for Darkseid on finally cleaning up, literally. And that's signed Brad Griswold. And he wrote, uh, P.S., I look forward to seeing you guys on D-Day 2. Hopefully, the park won't be closed for repairs. <laughs> I know. Sorry, how many, folks. How many times has he probably heard that joke before we laid it on him on Friday, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, he says, Brad Griswold, a.k.a. Clark's brother. <laughs> now, now, he's, uh, now, he's a re- now he's a regular there. And um, now that's for later on in the show. Okay, cool. All right, well then, without any further ado, I think it is time to play the feud. And remember, people, our listeners are playing for in-demand prize packs brought to you by in-demand pay-per-view on AT&T and Cox Digital Cable, where you can see the biggest movies without leaving home. All right, we've had our questions online at our peeps poll at Radio104.com, as they are each week. We ask you to go there, you answer them, we take the top three answers, we put them on the board. Number one answer is worth two points. Number two and three answers are worth a point apiece. Of course, you there, you play for a prize pack. Here, they play not to wear the bra of shame, as our lovely Nick Lentino is modeling for us. That's right, <laughs> You look resplendent in the bra of shame. Love the leopard skin. Yes, and no, you may not take it and auction it off at your tag <laughs> sale tomorrow <laughs> at your apartment. It's not yours. So we always, as always, we start with the listener. Let's go to Mike from Enfield. Good morning, Mike. Hey, Jay. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm good, man. So listen, this is the deal. These next, these first two questions are kind of interrelated. Hundreds of D. Snyder Radio peeps were polled, and they were asked. What is the most memorable moment from the past year on D. Snyder Radio? What is the most memorable moment? Mike, what do you think they said? Um, I'll probably have to go with the bra of shame. Wearing the bra of shame. Definitely memorable, especially if you've had to wear it. Dark side. <laughs> okay, let's see if it's on the board. Survey says... No, Mike. No, Mike. Bra of shame. Is that anywhere on there, Sean? No, I didn't see that anywhere. No, that wasn't Mike. I don't know if that would... Well, there's a better luck next time. I don't know if that <laughs> qualifies as a moment, per se. It's moments. It's moments, so to speak. But, okay. Gave it a try. Nick Lentino wearing the bra of shame. What do you think the listeners said was the most memorable moment from the past year on D. Snyder Radio? Well, I don't know how memorable it was for them, but for me, it kind of sticks out in my mind when uh, you went off on me about the <laughs> drunk driving thing. It's kind of hard well, to forget that day. When I laid into you, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. That To me, wasn't that memorable. <laughs> just, you know. Uh, it's hard for me to forget. Scarring. <laughs> kind of. It was kind of freeing, actually. I mean, uh, I felt so much better after that. Well, let's see if it's on the board. Show me. D laying into Nick. Yeah, number three with 17% of the vote. <laughs> me going off on you. I must have been 
something else, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dark side. Did you ever? Did you ever play that one? Replay that one? Or oh, no? No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Just once. Just that once was enough. One for the vaults. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. I got. Um, who goes next? Uh, Bats or dark side? Dark side. Dark side. Dark side. Dark side. Dark side. Two oh, minutes on the board. Oh no! <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> yep. It's gotta be. Okay. <laughs> Show me the prostate exam. Oh my god. Oh yeah, number two <laughs> with 21 percent. Nick oh, no. screaming like a butt. bitch. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This wasn't memorable okay. for you, yeah. Nick. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You remember when that happened, Nick? Yeah. Oh, Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, well, if you can get another soundbite ready, I think the number one answer has got to be Nick drinks his own urine. Oh. Oh my god! Oh, oh. oh my god! He's throwing up! Oh my god! Did you throw up? Oh my god! Oh my god! That was awesome! Oh! He got some on his face! Oh my god! Well, certainly. Do you remember that one, Nick? <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that one. <laughs> Thanks, back. Well, let's see. Uh, let's check it out. Show me Nick drinking his own urine. Number one with a uh. bullet. 29% of the listeners said that was the singular most memorable moment on D Snyder Radio over the past year. Certainly freshest in our minds. Interesting conversation I had with... Um, one of the construction workers this weekend over at our house uh, because they have many uh, Mexican workers working for them. Uh, and I'm sure many of them come into this country legally. But apparently, I don't know if you know about this, Beth, but apparently some sneak over the border. I've heard there's a problem. Yeah, I wanted to. And uh, he said that they told him, some of these illegal immigrants, who he does not hire, of course, uh, told him that they drink their own pee as they cross, there's this long desert area, because it's, it's southern Texas. And one of the ways to get in is to go across this desert. And in order to make it, because you can only carry so much water, remembering that water has weight. So they drink, they pee, and re-drink their own pee. So, you know, it's not unheard of. Right. If you're trying to escape from a country or something. <laughs> <laughs> or you're, like, stuck on a boat or stranded abandoned. It's not. People do... Do do it. Okay, I got a blank message there, so resend. Okay. Time now for the second question. We went through that one pretty quickly. Boom, boom, boom. This next question is kind of interesting. We'll go to Neil from Danbury. Neil, how are you? Doing good. Do yourself? I'm very good, man. So check it out. This is a follow-up question to the first one. Thousands of D. Snyder Radio peeps were polled. They were asked, what is... The most forgettable moment from the past year on D. Snyder Radio. We were just asked what the most memorable moment was. Now they were asked, what is the most forgettable moment? What do you think they said, Neil? Gonna have to go with the Christmas show. <laughs> the Christmas show. <laughs> that almost well, wasn't. Hmm. Certainly, we would like to forget that. 
uh, the Christmas show. It just so reminded me of this episode of the Mary Tyler Moore show. I can't, oh, God, we're just on for hours. Anyway, the Christmas show survey says... Mm. No, no. Was was that on the list, Sean? And Big Holiday Balls was number four. Mm. Number four. Oh, just missed the top three. <laughs> yeah, well. Just missed the top three, Neil. Very close. Well played, but unfortunately, not a correct answer. Nick Lentino, most forgettable moment on D-Snyder Radio for the past year. Hmm. This is a tough one. It is, yeah. because obviously... As we come to the end of a year, they Forget them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the name. I would, um... I would have to say... Oh, man, I'm stumped. I really am. I, I don't know what to say here. I would have to say, um... The time where, uh... He's killing time. Give me a time. I don't know. I don't know. Give me a buzzer. I, I can't okay. think of one. I can't even think of an answer. It was all that memorable. <sighs> Dark Side Dave. Uh, hmm. That's a, that is a tough one. I think I'm going to say Fat Man versus the Weasel. Hmm. Fat <laughs> the non-event that it was. <laughs> Went nowhere. <laughs> Everybody's remain the same weight again. <laughs> Nobody lost weight or gained weight. <laughs> we just... Oh, Chris Benoit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, that was forgettable. That yeah. certainly was. Show me the legendary Chris Benoit on D Snyder Radio. Yes, number two with 23% <laughs> of the vote. The Chris Benoit... Interview where Man, he referred bad. to me as Steve Snyder at one point. <laughs> Several times, I think. Hi, Steve. <laughs> nice to meet a fan, Chris. <laughs> Take another shot in the head. Okay, uh, we're gonna go back to a listener. I got two more answers still on the board. Uh, interesting answers, and uh, you know, this is very, very much a matter of opinion. Jay from from Staven. Now I'm learning the names, Beth. This is, he's from Staven. That's West Haven. Jay, how's it going, bro? What's up, D? How you doing? I'm good, man. So, what do you think the listener said was the most forgettable moment from the past year on D. Snyder Radio? Jeez, D, that's a tough question. You got me stumped, man. I'm going to have to be with Nick. So, you mean, it, well, okay, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a bro here because uh, I'm going to put you on hold. If you can hold, we'll come back to you, okay? All right, man. We'll give you a shot at it. Let's see if, uh, if... Celso? Is it Celso from Hartford? Celso? Yeah. How you doing, man? All right, yourself? I'm good. So what do you what do you think the listener said was the most forgettable moment from the past year on D Snyder Radio? Anything. I guess the Ted Nugent interview. The recent Ted Nugent interview. Not the recent. Yeah, without the sound effects, it's a little bit boring. We talking about the recent one or the one where Dark Side Dave gave it the treatment? Uh, the one he gave the treatment, how <laughs> Yeah, yeah, where, you, where he kind of beat up on Ted. All right. Show me the Ted Nugent interview. Mm. No, interesting how the interviews keep popping up. <laughs> well, I was, the thing about forgettable moments, Celso, well played. Is that, your, is that your name, man? Yeah. That's a cool name. All right. Well, nicely played, well tried, but unfortunately it didn't happen. One more time around. The thing is interesting, you know, when you say forgettable, that's the thing that's tough about it is you don't want to remember them. 
You know what I mean? It's not those aren't the kind of things you want to commit to memory. It's like, oh, God, you just want to forget those. Nick, have you had a chance to think about it? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, when Darkside Dave talks about all the Tampa Bay BS, but I got something better since he brought up uh, interviews. That Arnold Schwarzenegger interview, oh my God. It's that, a tumor. That was awful. He was awful, I, I should say. Yeah, that was pretty forgettable. Arnold. That was a yeah, non Arnold. To use your words, that was a non-event. A non-event, big build-up. <laughs> the Austrian oak stammering about my music. The question completely threw him for a curveball at him. <laughs> so he's been asked everything possible, but not that. <laughs> Show me the Arnold interview. Wow, no, that's not John, for sure. On there, it was number six. Hmm. <laughs> Interviewing my long suit. Okay. Uh, dark side over to you. Wow, I was going to say Arnold. Now I'm at a loss for words here. Uh, most forgettable. All right, how about um, the the sumo wrestling match? Oof, I know I'd like to forget it. Sumo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a visual. I, th- I thought that was quite interesting in the Depends diapers, but but the sumo wrestling match. Survey says no. Sean, was it there? No, I didn't. Man, didn't people make enjoyed that. the sir? All right, Beth, one last <laughs> shot. I'm interesting. Gonna, uh, I'm going to go with Baby Man Show. Baby Man Show. Baby Man Show. This is where. Um, I was away, and uh, Nick decided, and along with Beth, to throw a shower, a baby shower for Dark Side Dave. Started off all normal and everything, and then the strippers arrived. So <laughs> Beth left. There was a little bit of an argument in the scene. Well, whatever. Show me the baby man show. <clears throat> no, Sean? Yeah, that was towards uh, like the bottom of the list, like yeah. 10, 9 or 10. That's some vindication. Okay, here's the answers, people. <laughs> Number three... With 18% of the vote, the Nikki Six interview. Hmm. Nikki Six yeah. interview, yeah. not popular with the peeps. <laughs> um, number two, of course, with 23% of the vote, was the Chris Benoit interview, <laughs> which, uh, which I think we, we unanimously agree that was not an event. Now, this is an interesting, what is it, a just juxtaposition here? I think I may correct, tell me if I used the wrong word, Beth. The number one answer. For the most forgettable moment from D. Snyder Radio over the past year with 24% of the vote was Nick drinking his mm. own urine. Maybe people would like to forget it. That's what they interpreted. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. For some, the most memorable moment. For others, the most forgettable moments. Very interesting. I thought that was very interesting. So, how many of my interviews were on that list there, Sean? Uh, just basically what we all named. I mean, everything else was, uh, you know, nobody had thought it was forgettable. Some of the other things that were on there was uh, also, I guess you'd say, a juxta- juxtaposition was Nick drinking and driving you going off on him. Um, okay. Fat Man versus the Weasel, of course. Oh, was that interesting? That was also the most, for some most memorable, for some most forgettable. Go mm-hmm. ahead. And then uh, quite a few people did write in and say there were none. Oh, that's was, nice. Yeah, which is you really people. Nice. I love you people. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, we got two more questions. When we return, one has to do with Dark Side's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting to the good stuff. And next one, and, and there's one about Nick in the shower. We saved the best for last. 
So do stick around for more D-Snyder Radio. But we got to do some traffic. I know. Don't panic, people. So, Psycho Dan, lay it on us. This traffic report is brought to you by MasterCard. The debit MasterCard is the fastest way to get errands done. We'll start off down in New Haven, 91 South. A little bit slow getting down to the 95 merge. 95 South into New Haven. You're going to slow down from exit 51, leading all the way up to the uh, Q Bridge there. Route 8 in Waterbury looks pretty good right now. Traveling on 84 East up here in Hartford. A little slow getting into that downtown tunnel due to the heavy sun glare out there. Watch out for that. Traveling on 84 West, you'll slow down coming over the Bulkley Bridge. And once again on 84 West down in Southbury, the exit 15 off ramp. We had a crash there. That's slowing things down just a bit. 91 South here in New Haven looks pretty decent. A little slow from exit 34 leading into downtown. That's mostly in the right lane, however. 91 North is delay free. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow from exit 3 up to the flyover. At 721, I'm cycled down at this modern rec report on Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D. Snyder. I seen him go nuts. Radio 104. We had a uh, breakdown here. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Stop sucking right now! What do you mean? I'm trying to understand. D. Snyder Radio on Radio 104. I'm not going to see if anything really pressing to tell people. D-Day's coming. You know that that's on Friday here and all over the place. So I won't beat you up on that all week long. We will still continue to have opportunities to win invitations during the course of our show. As a matter of fact, we'll have one of those coming up uh, in just a little bit at the end of this game. Okay, so that's good. Uh, Don't forget, downloadable coupon. $10.04. $10.04. You join the party at 9 o'clock, or you don't have to. It's good till 12 noon on Friday. If you've been thinking about going to Six Flags, this is the time to do it. No doubt. The savings is insane with a coupon like that. <laughs> what? What? Just, the savings is insane. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but it is. It's 25 know, bucks. It's very crazy out of you, that's all. If you don't think I that you know that we think about that stuff when we go to Six Flags or something, we're like yeah. running around going to wherever Burger King to pick up a ten dollar off coupon because that's a lot of money. So this do I. Like 20, I know. I know. This is like twenty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. That's 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 a lot of bread. You're not going to carry no stupid Coke cans with you. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Coke. But some of them, they have you bring a Coca-Cola can in, you get it in for less money. You're walking in there with like a six-pack. <laughs> I don't know. Can you empty those, please? All right. Time to get back to the feud, people. Listeners are on the phone. And I'm going to start out with... Who was my friend who I decided to give a shot? Because he couldn't think. He came up blank with the worst moment on... Uh, from well, actually, we're Actually, people, uh, it was a long break. Call back. If you uh, lost your connection during the uh, break there. But I believe, is this, when I say it's Griswold on the phone. Hey, Dio. Is this Brad Griswold? Yes, indeed, sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, becoming a regular, are we, Bradley? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. So, here's the question. I'm thinking, uh, all right, here we go. Thousands upon thousands of D-Sider Radio peeps were polled. They were asked... If Darkseid's underwear could work the fart machine, what soundbite would it play? Uh, now, there's an intellectual question. <laughs> He's probably been wearing it long enough. It's Ken by this point, but um, <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go with the classic and say, ah, ah, you know, the guy uh, screaming there. 
just a screaming man. Screaming. Ah, play these. Ah, 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 I can see that. Ah, ah. All right. Let's see if it's on the board. Show me the screaming man soundbite. No, no. Oh, Mr. Well. Griswold. Uh, was that anywhere on there, Sean? Uh, yeah, it sure was. Like towards the bottom of the list, but it was definitely there. You're not alone, Brad. <laughs> okay. See you at D-Day 2, bro. And, uh, okay, like I said, if you want to join the fray and take an opportunity to win an in-demand prize pack. This is, by the way, uh, the in-demand Miss Congeniality prize pack, which includes a Mira, an in-demand coaster set, and free movie from in-demand pay-per-view, brought to you by in-demand pay-per-view on AT&T and Cox Digital Cable, where you can see the biggest movies without leaving home. You know, I didn't get a score. Sean, where's the score stand right now? Well, right now, Beth continues her winning ways with uh, three, uh, followed by Nick and Darkside, both tied with one, and the listeners Mm -hmm. are at zero, so they're the losers this week right now. And Nick is wearing the bra of shame, so, uh, even though he quite enjoys wearing it, he's just trying. It's, it's, it's just, it's a matter of pride mm. to win once in a while, right, Nick? <laughs> of course it is, Steve. Okay, so today's your day. I have a feeling. I have a feeling today's a big day yeah. for you, Nick. All right, everything's changing for you. So, top three answers on the board. If Darkseid's underwear could work the fart machine, what sound bite would it play? That's a huge bitch. <laughs> That's a huge bitch. <laughs> That's a huge bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with that. In some That's ways, you, you could take that as a compliment. Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> Just out of curiosity, do you think it's referencing his ass or what's coming out of it? Um, <gasps> well, it could be used for both, T. I mean, That's sometimes maybe it's what's coming out of it, but always, you know, his ass, you know, is really big. All right, well, show me. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> Number one answer with 27% of the vote. <laughs> Dark Side's awesome. underwear would play. Yeah. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> That's a huge bitch. <laughs> That's the best. All right. <laughs> Dark side, Dave. Two more answers on the board. Hello, handsome. <laughs> Dark side, you, you would think your underwear would be in love with you. <laughs> Hello, handsome. Okay, let me see. Show me. Hello, handsome. No. Sean, was it anywhere to be found? No. <laughs> You're throwing the game away, Dark side. <laughs> Beth Lockwood, what do you think? Now, I don't think this. I don't have any evidence of this. Um, But I think the listeners may be funny. I'm going to say the Lollipop Guild sings, We'd Like to Welcome You to Munchkinland. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even sure what that means. How do they say the Irish curse? Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> Survey size. No, I made that up. It's a mistake. No, 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 no. That the Lollipop Guild was not on there. Uh, Sean, anywhere? That's uh, a good. Huge bitch. <laughs> yeah, good one, but no, not there. Mm. Not there. Okay, back to the listener. Let's go to <laughs> Eric from Staven. Eric, how you doing this morning? What's up, D? Hey, man. So, uh, two more answers on the board. What do you think the listeners said Dark Side's underwear 
would play if, if it could work the fart machine. This is hypothetical, of course, because underwear is an inanimate object and is not capable of actually operating machinery. So, Eric, what do you think? I'd have to say it'd be the one where uh, I think he smells like tuna fish. I don't know if it's right, but I like your choice. Okay. Show me he smells like tuna. I don't want to sit next to him. What is he doing? He's next to me. He smells like tuna fish. (laughs) (laughs) Survey says. No. Oh, but that was a good choice. Sean, was it on the list? (laughs) Yeah, towards the bottom, like 10 or 11. There you go, Eric. At least you're not alone. Well played, but wrong answer, man. Try again next time. All right, one more time around the horn. Nick Lentino, you already got two points off of this one. I told you, today's your day. Mm. I want to go with son of a bitch, but... uh, (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go with son of a bitch. You mean the screaming son of a bitch. <laughs> angry yeah. underwear. These are yeah. angry underwear. Yeah. All right. Show me, son of a bitch. Uh, no. No. Sean. Number seven. There you go. On the list. Dark Side Dave, care to think <laughs> like a listener, or are you still going to play to yourself? No, no. I see the direction this is going in. <laughs> and now, I don't think this, but I think the listeners may have thought. <laughs> <laughs> Your underwear would play the ew soundbite if it could operate the fart machine. Survey says... No. Sean? So close. Number four. <laughs> oh, there you go, dark side. Bethlock with two more answers on the board. You need a point. Go I'm going to go it. with really basic vomit sound effect. So straight ahead, the, the originals, the standards as we yeah. call them. <laughs> Right. <laughs> there it is. Oh, unload. Unleash, Dark Side. Unleash. All right. Show me the standards, the vomit sound effects, please. No. 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 You know what? I'm going to give a listener one more shot at this because there's two answers up on the board, and they are paying, playing for in-demand prize packs. Dave from Middletown. Dave, it's D. Hey, D. How are you? I'm good, man. So, theoretically, if Darkseid's underwear could operate the fart machine, what sound bite would it play? Dave? I think it's going to play the same thing I would probably say. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> oh, that's not right. Good call. Darkseid? Oh, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Darkseid. Number two answer, my friend. 25% of the vote. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's not right. You got yourself an in-demand prize pack. Courtesy of Cox and pay-per-view and whatever. Okay, so hold on a second, dude. We'll hook All you right. up. We'll get the information. Uh, yeah, okay. Number one answer was, that's a huge bitch with 27% of the vote. <laughs> that's Number a huge two, bitch. Oh, that's not right. Oh, with that's not right. 25% of the vote. <laughs> Coming in at number three with 22%, a full 22% vote, was the dumb and dumber mm. unleashing on the toilet. It was number three. Oh, oh, that's not right. That's a huge bitch. What else was on there, Sean? Well, we also said number four was the vomit sound effects. Mm. Uh, Then we had the chewy sound effects. Um, Then we had, you did good, Chubby. 
<laughs> then uh, we got faggot from CC. <laughs> Um, I'm gay. I'm a homo. <laughs> this is because this is recently your personality has been changing in the eyes of the peeps. Sean, you said I ew so. was number four, and then you said vomit was number four. Oh, uh, number five was vomit. No, 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 no. Four was vomit sound effects. Number five was you. Uh, oh, okay. I'm gay. I'm a homo. I like uh-huh, guys. Uh-huh. What's going on? Are you making some of these up? I think yeah, you know. Shut up. No, no, I'm not making them up. You want to see the list? Okay, Dark Side, let's go take a look at the list if you know how to read it. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's go. We'll look kiss. at the list. We'll look at the list. All right. Last question, people. Okay. And I'm going to start with a listener again, just because it's the kind of guy I am. So I'll go to Melissa from Newton. Good morning, Melissa. Morning. Here you go. Okay. Okay. Hundreds of thousands of D. Snyder radio peeps were polled at Radio104.com. They were asked, hypothetically, if Nick were to sing in the shower, what song would he sing while playing his skin flute? <laughs> All right, give me a second to think about it, because I know it's new to you. Okay. Um... What song would Nick sing while he was playing his skin flute in the shower? Um... Hi-ho. Hi-ho? Yes. I mean, like, off to no work we go? Seven doors. You got it. Okay. <laughs> hi-ho, hi-ho. It's off to work we go. Survey says... No, I don't think that's in his repertoire. Sean, was that anywhere on the list? Nowhere on the list. Hi-ho. Maybe it should be, Dark Side. That's one to add. All right, Melissa. Nice try, but unfortunately, not today. Well, Nick, you know what songs you do sing. What do you think the listeners think you would sing? Well, D, I, um, I got to go with you, man. Uh, I think the listeners want to hear said, I want to rock, because no one knows better than me. I want to rock! <laughs> <laughs> Best way to start off the morning, D. Yeah, and, and, and it, nothing quite sets off I want to rock than the skin flute solo in the middle. <laughs> Survey says number three answer with 19% of the vote. (laughs) Yes, the listeners said Nick would sing I Wanna Rock. (laughs) I told you today was your day, Nick. (coughs) All right. (laughs) By the way, if you are singing I Wanna Rock, could you please stop? (laughs) Dark Side Dave. Uh, What do you think? The listeners thought Nick would sing while playing his skin flute in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Movements, too. This is uh, is fun. (laughs) No, I don't go around flailing my arms in the air. (laughs) We should. All right. Show me the YMCA. Number two answer, 26% of the vote. Yeah. I don't know if he sings it or plays the record and then just dances to it. <laughs> Mr. Burns dancing around in the shower. Be careful not to slip, Nick. Well, Beth Lockwood, one more answer on the board. It is the number one answer. Uh, I'm torn between two, but I think I'm going to go with It's Raining Men. It's Raining Men. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, sure. Thanks, Bob. What was your other choice, by the way? It was, we're not going to take it. Oh, okay. Let it play. People want to hear this tune. All right. <laughs> All right, show me. It's raining men. Number one answer, 28% of the vote. No, no, boom, boom, boom. No. One, two, three. Set them up, knock them down. Oh, my God. Yes, yes. I want to rock number three. YMCA was number two. It's raining men was number one. What else was on that list there, Sean? Well, number four, we had Macho Man. <laughs> number five, we had uh, I'm Too Sexy. Oh, God. <laughs> number, <laughs> number six, we had I Touch Myself. Oh. I Touch Myself. <laughs> number seven, we had Detachable Penis. <laughs> we had Beat It at number eight. And then finally, Dancing With Myself from Billy Idol wow. at number nine. A lot of masturbation songs in there no, as Mr. well. No, Mr. Roboto? No, see that. <laughs> well, okay. Well, that's uh, the end of our game for today. So let's see what the final score is. Sean, what do we got? Well, Beth, Beth pulled it out at the oh, very end on. with five, oh, followed nice. by Nick with four, oh. Dark Side with two, and the listeners are actually the losers this week with just one. Nick, that was, that was, uh, I, I, you were close though. At least you were in the running. You're not wearing the bra. No, I know. <laughs> so you got that going on, which is pretty good, okay? And the one listener who got a prize won himself a uh, in-demand Miss Congeniality prize pack, which includes a Mira, an in-demand coaster set, and a free movie from in-demand. Call 860... Oh, no, no, no. That's the wrong number there. Brought to you by in-demand pay-per-view on AT&T and Cox Digital Cable, where you can see the biggest movies without leaving home. Thank you, uh, in-demand pay-per-view, for the prize pack. Okay, taking a break. Coming back, news is next. Beth Lockwood, what's going on? Well, they did have tornadoes in Litchfield County over the weekend. I will tell you about those. Really? Really, they did. Also, they've caught the alligator that was thought to be running around Central Park. Another thing I hope doesn't happen to me on my wedding day. National Orgasm Day is just around the corner. I'll tell you <laughs> where that's happening. Dee, would you like golf if it were women in bikinis? Awesome. You just might. Also, okay. uh, Julia Roberts speaks out on behalf of the Bush twins. And uh, Kelsey Grammer is about to get a huge pay raise and movies from over the weekend. Just like Nick. Um, okay. Well, and we'll have D-Day invitations to give away when we return as well. But before we take a break, we've got to get a traffic update from Psycho Dan. Shackle. The D. Snyder Radio. 666-4444. On Radio 104. Tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio, we're going to be uh, talking with Dave Navarro, the founder of James, Jane's Addiction. Also played with the Chili Peppers. He's got his solo CD out called Trust No One. All right? So uh, we've got that to look forward to. We were going to do it today, but we've taped it already with him. We did it on Friday. So we can schedule it whenever we want to. And later in the show... Oh, please. This, this you must be aware of. Tomorrow afternoon, Nick's having a tag sale in Manchester from 3 to 7 p.m. Everything must go. Tomorrow, he'll be announcing and posting his address... On our website with directions at Radio104.com. Tomorrow afternoon, we'll have a keg there. Him and Sean will be there. 
There's pictures of the merchandise, some of the merchandise online. So you can check out the kinds of things they'll be selling. Some things will be auctioned, the more desirable things. Others will just be tagged. Head on over there. Not only will you be part of uh, Pick Up a Piece of Nick's History, but if you don't, you can be part of this week's Shame of the City. As Nick and Sean will be recording moments from the tag sale. That's at Radio104.com. Very exciting. Right now, uh, Beth Lockwood's got something to tell you. Well, you should all know by now that this Friday is D-Day 2. It's happening at Six Flags, doing Linda up at Agawam. From 6 to 9 is the special invite-only portion of the day. And we'd love to give away some invitations to that right now to Caller 10 at 860-666-4444. Of course, for those who don't win invitations from 9 a.m. on till about noon, I guess, you can get that special pass downloaded from our website and get in for the special fee of just $10.04. Yeah. So why not go ahead and sweet price. A sweet price. Well, I got some reaction here. Call number 10 right now, okay? I've got uh, some reaction here. People wrote in uh, to what the hell am I going to do this weekend. Uh, Jeff Orr says, what the hell am I going to do this weekend is great, but I noticed that you're starting to pick on Dave. You should do this a lot more since he just reads the TV guide. (laughs) At least Nick gets some different things and is very funny doing this. Uh, I've Actually, that was like sort of dawning on me. I don't know if what the hell is going on this weekend is you must list about a dozen television shows. Yeah, it's for the people that are just going to hang out at the house watching TV. Yeah, but we're trying uh, well, to if encourage I had access, that they get out. Yeah, I mean, I, if I had access to a car machine, I'd play boring. Uh, Tantalizing Tammy also points out this suggestion for Dark Side with what the hell am I going to do this weekend? I live up in northwestern Connecticut and there are an awful lot of rednecks up in this area. At this time of year, almost every weekend, they have a fireman's parade and carnival. Okay, I know it sounds kind of queer, but usually these carnivals are the social events of the year in these small towns. <laughs> I, th- I thought it would give Darkseid something other than TV guides to talk about. So I think the peeps are noticing, Darkseid, that you're not really bringing much to the table. <laughs> So uh, maybe you want to cut down on the TV listings and actually try to find some things to do. (laughs) Okay. Outside of, I mean, anybody can open up a TV guide. (laughs) Oh, look, hunting for salmon. (laughs) Good show. Salmon, salmon shooting. (laughs) Use your gun to fish. Hunting with Hank. Hunting with Hank. It's good television shows. I mean, maybe you could just say the usual and then actually find something. She says that every week there's a different one of these events. Why not mention them? All right. Why not? By the way, stop calling. Eileen from Enfield won the D-Day invitations. Uh, we're giving away some with the Snyder remark later. Anything else today, Nick, or, or what? Uh, what do we learn today as well? Oh, okay. So if you tuned in a little later on, you have a shot there as well, okay? Now, um, on to, also along the lines of... Uh, what the hell am I going to do this weekend? Some people talking about the Fault Line show. Mm. Shows. Ignab says, I went to see Fault Line on Saturday night. I'm sure you heard by now that Fault Line has added, we're not going to take it to its repertoire. Dee, should be proud of your boy. He nailed it. If there was ever a call for a you did good, Chubby, this was it. <laughs> you did good, Chubby. You did good. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mark Thunder also has attended one of your shows and said that you kicked ass. So uh, congratulations there. People thought highly yeah. of you. How'd the shows go, right? Uh, they went well. Uh, Friday I got cornered by a girl for like an hour, um, a listener, yelling about Nick. 
and I had to sit there and field questions about Nick for <sighs> an hour. Yeah, we all, won't we be the last time, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes, won't be the first, won't be the last. We've all lived through it. And Eric from Waterbury, uh, he was at the Nugent show mm. uh, went to the, uh, the Saturday. And on the way out in the parking lot, he um, got in a little accident in the parking lot. He says there was no damage to his truck, but a good deal of damage to the guy's Acura. So as I'm trying to reason with this idiot, I see he had a D-Euro sticker on his car. So I said, dude, we're both peeps. Chill. He said, what? I pointed to the D-Euro sticker. He said, my dumb kid made me put that on my car. And maybe if you didn't listen to that station and that idiot D, you'd be a better driver. Well, D, I looked at my girlfriend. She gave me the go-ahead. And in the back of my head, I heard, game on. <laughs> I dropped that drunk with one punch. Took the D sticker off his car and stuck it to his forehead. And I left. Eric from Waterbury. Made me so proud. Do you think that's true? <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling it is. <laughs> he one-punched him. One-punched him. Old school. That's old school right there, the old one punch. That's right. Hit him with a telephone. Okay. Well, then, without any further ado, it is time now for the news. Well, the National Weather Service says storms that touched down in Litchfield County on Saturday were indeed tornadoes. One in Torrington was classified as an F2, the most severe being an F5. The one that touched down in Washington didn't reach the wind speeds the one in Torrington did, but did still manage to flatten a tennis pro shop at the Lake Warmog Country Club. Luckily, no wow. one was hurt in either town. You know what F stands for? Fast. No effing. <laughs> <laughs> that was an F and two. Uh, my, hell no, that was an F and three. My mistake. <laughs> Nine cars and at least one pedestrian were hit after an elderly woman lost control of her car at the State Line Plaza in Enfield. The accident yesterday afternoon left three people with minor injuries. The investigation is ongoing. I'm an excellent driver. <laughs> no, she wasn't an excellent driver. An elderly woman? Nine cars before it came to an end. <laughs> she hit nine cars. <laughs> That's out of control. I'm an excellent driver. It's an you know understatement. I mean, it's she lost control of her car. Nine it's not times. all her fault. I know. Sometimes they shrink without notice. And she probably just got just that one little uh, inch shorter and couldn't see over the dashboard anymore. Mm -hmm. It happens. A new government study finds that many victims of violent crime know their attackers. The study finds that intimate partners and relatives are involved in most attacks that cause injuries. One in three also say the attacker has previously committed a crime against them. You're just a bad human being, Dark Side Dave. Many, many donkeys know their punchers. <laughs> You're no better, Snyder. <laughs> Fears of E. coli contamination have prompted the recall of 190,000 pounds of ground beef and pork by a Georgia meat packer. That meat was distributed by Kroger or two Kroger stores in several southern states. Georgia officials discovered the contamination after getting reports of illnesses. Is it a Georgia meat packer? That's right. Did that? That's right. Was the E. coli break breakout? Right. Nick, you used to be a meat packer, right? <laughs> yeah, I was a meat packer for uh, two summers. Two summers. Sausage. Yep. I'm gay. Sausage, I'm a right? homo. I like guys. Uh, Early in the morning, D. Early morning meat packing. Yep. 
<laughs> well, fewer people are worrying about the fat content in the foods they eat. A poll of supermarket shoppers finds that of those who say they're very concerned about nutrition, less than half are worried about fat content. Sales of many lower-fat snacks have declined in recent years. Robert Brown, who follows industry trends, says health is not the primary concern any longer, and he says people want taste first. Yeah, um, that's what they say. They mm-hmm. say that you know it's definitely on the rise, and the people are le- le- less health conscious. Oh well, if you drive by at Dairy Queen, those lines are wrapped around the block. Nobody cares anymore. Oh. How about I mean, not to, I mean, not to say here. that I don't love Dairy Queen. Don't get me wrong. But. Yeah, well, we don't have them up here, but I told you, Krispy Kreme Donuts mm. shop on Long Island, the first one to open, 50, 60 people online. This is for deep fried foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 30 cars with a this traffic is where director. It all begins. <laughs> I mean, if Sean's our barometer, he's completely thrown diet out the window. <laughs> the next explosion at a fault line show may be Sean. <laughs> it won't be that bottle rocket that you play either. Well, some people in North Dakota, there goes Sean, want to send the North packing. Former Governor Ed Schaefer is among those who want to rename the state just Dakota. He says when people hear North Dakota, they think of snow and frigid temperatures. Supporters of the Dakota name will sample public opinion later this year with a marketing push to follow. But changing the name of the state means more than just putting up new signs. They'd have to get the approval of the state legislature, Congress, and of North Dakota voters. What is South Dakota wood? Well, I guess they'll just still be South Dakota. Well, forget it. They're going to freak out. Because if you're in North Dakota, what's why can't they be Dakota? They didn't think of it before North Dakota did, I guess. Okay, well, aren't they reacting at all, or are they that dumb out there? The dumbest. I mean, they got to be. They got to react to that. Change, that all of a sudden they're South Dakota and they're North Dakota. They're just Dakota. That's stupid. That's stupid. And what about South Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, they thought about that for a little, you know, freshen it up a bit, emphasizing the D, D E E coda. Well, an alligator wrestler has made good on his word to capture an elusive reptile in Central Park. I don't know if you heard about this, but a lot of people had claimed that they had seen an alligator wandering around Central Central Park. It just wasn't a myth anymore. And a day after a television crew captured what they thought was the alligator on videotape, Mike Bailey and his wife Tina caught the creature, which turned out to be a two-foot Cayman, I believe, which is a member of the crocodile family. They caught it in less than 20 minutes. They said it was pretty easy. It was two feet long, of course it was easy. It was terrifying. It was a baby crocodile. <laughs> it was pretty easy. How stupid is that? Hey, nobody else we, was volunteering. Well, we lived in, in Florida, and they have a lot of problems with crocodiles. And we, had a, we lived on a, on a pond in Florida, in our development down there. And uh, they have grates and stuff, you know, to keep the crocs out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can't get in. But sometimes they get in when they're very little and they grow in there, unbeknownst to people. And sure enough, I mean, you know, our kids hadn't been swimming in the pond. They weren't swimming, but they had gone like little little rafting out there in the pond and stuff like that. And then people started talking about seeing this crocodile, and uh, they would send out, you know, these teams. They people do it, and they found a six-foot croc in our pond, Oof. just swimming around in there. 
It's scary. But that's something to catch a six-footer. Yeah. And even that's not really that big because that's a, still a baby, a two-footer. That's a joke. Nick could catch capture a two-footer. <laughs> that's right. You could handle it, Nick. Oh, of course. You watch Crocodile Hunter. You know what to do. Yeah. Crikey. that guy is nuts (laughs) i saw nutty professor too this weekend with the kids which was actually fun dr doolittle uh dr sorry Mm -hmm. dr doolittle too yeah it was funny i mean i'm not gonna say it's a laugh riot but (laughs) it was enjoyable good you know what i mean i mean we lower our expectations these days in the theaters i mean we all went the whole family and everybody enjoyed it. Everybody kept your attention and you laughed throughout the movie. But they, you know, he can speak to the animals. So I have a scene where he's with the croc, Steve, whatever name, the crocodile hunter, mm-hmm. and he's and talking to the camera. And there's a huge crocodile behind them, <laughs> facing away. And he said, "While the croc's sleeping, I'm going to sneak up on him and grab him from behind and hold his jaw shut." And then Dr. Doolittle hears the, here's the, with an Australian accent, the croc is talking, he goes, he thinks I'm sleeping, but when he comes up on me, I'm going to bite his arm off. Yeah. Oh, so that's he, funny. And, and so Dr. goes, all right, here I go. And he goes, uh, Steve, I think he knows what you're up to. And all of a sudden he dives for him and it's off camera. All of a sudden you hear, Crikey, he bit me arm off. <laughs> 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 That's good. Now I don't need to see the movie. You told hey, I us ruined the, the best whole film. Gag. Yeah, that was the best. Now there was some other good ones. Well, a woman who crashed her ex's wedding reception when he remarried and punched the bride in the face will not be going to jail. Twenty-three-year-old oh. Leanne Redmond left guests stunned when she went into the reception and began a cat fight with bride Allison Lowe. Redmond walked up to where the woman was enjoying a drink, tapped her on the shoulder, and when she spun around, she sucker punched her right in the face. Was that Eric from Waterbury? (laughs) The bride said, all of a sudden, she just hit me with her left hand, catching me in the nose. I don't know if she's going to hit me again, but I lashed back, so a fight ensued. The bride was left with a small cut to her face, and her nose and some slight bruising on her face and arm. Now, I know that you and Glenn are about to... How, how long is it? Less than three months? Yeah. Three months away and very excited. Um, does he have any skeletons in his closet? Any I don't possibility think so. Of, I don't think I'm in danger of... woman from that, his past? I don't think I'm in any danger of getting attacked. No. Uh, but I, after reading this story, I'll, I'll check with him later today. Does he realize that this could happen. Nick could be all over him. You know? <laughs> I don't think he's too concerned about that. You <laughs> see Glenn with the old hand on the head holding Nick back, swinging like a wild man while he drinks, sips a drink with his other hand. Come on. So he tires him out. Uh, I'll attack him. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute, Nick. Take him out the knees. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well... A major British sex shop chain citing a recent survey that showed 80% of women faked orgasm is declaring July 31st National Orgasm Day, at least in England. But I suppose you can take up the cause here in the United States as well. July 31st. Under the slogan, make it, not fake it, the chain said Thursday it was time for women to stake their claim to a full and satisfying sex life. Shops offer a series of sex aids ranging from the top-selling rampant 
rabbit vibrator to the lip-smacking chocolate body paint. No. <sighs> Dip the lip. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's uh, <laughs> Dime Dark Sides. <laughs> so it wasn't suggesting that the men be a part of this. I noticed. Well, I suppose you can. The do-it-yourself kind of thing. I suppose that the men can join in. I think that should sweep the. I think that should sweep the world. I think that's good. That International Orgasm Day. Nick's been practicing for years. <laughs> He's ready. July thirty first. Hey, bring on the bitches. Yeah. Mark I'm it down ready. on your calendar, Nick. <laughs> well, a golf. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. We got to get to traffic. Oh, okay. Psycho Go Dan. <laughs> you didn't notice. Um, relax, Psycho. You're going to do your traffic now. Go ahead. All right. This traffic report is brought to you by Audi. Traveling on 84 East, you'll slow down around the Park Road curve. 84 West, still a little bit of heavy traffic coming across the Bulkley Bridge. 91 South, slow going from exit 38 into town. 91 North, gets a little heavy by exit 29A, but you're fine after that. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow approaching exit 5D. Then again, from exit 4 up to the flyover. 91 South into New Haven, you're going to slow down from exit 4 into town. 95 South, you'll slow down from exit 54 leading up to the Q Bridge. Also on 95 South, we had a car fire just by exit 15. That's backing things up down to the Fairfield exits. Traveling on Route 8 North is going to be a little bit slow, getting from exit 30 down to the 84 interchange. At 814, I'm down at this modern record report on Radio 104. A golf tournament in Arizona has been canceled because it involved bikini-clad women on the fairways. City Council officials blocked the event on their new public course after finding out about the girls... A sex website had sponsored the event entitled The Bikini Open at the Bear Creek Golf Course in Chandler, Arizona. Nice beaver. Website carries an 18 and over age warning and depicts naked women on the golf course with an advertisement that promised plenty of girls. Course officials say they were not aware of the website's contents when they agreed to the booking. Swing! Swing! Well... At least it wasn't the male golfers, golfers in bikinis, because that would be really disgusting. No kidding. But why can't they have an event like that? What's, uh, I mean, as long as it's, you know, a certain age that's protected, age protected, mm -hmm. that's just some hijinks. Right. Something you might see on the Wilkow show. Trying to jazz up golf. I think maybe Wilkow should just pick up on that. Wilk I'm sorry, no, Wilkow, I'm thinking of Carlito. Mm -hmm. No, Wilkow, that's not his thing. No, Carlito, you know, maybe they should do that. Carlito and Scuba Steve have, have bikini golfing or something like that. Try to bring some energy to golf. Be like a David Lee Roth video on the golf course. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Gives a whole new meaning to putting one in the hole. Definitely <laughs> does. That's an attention getter. <laughs> oh, by the way, a little later, shortly, we're going to be giving away... Some uh, GHO Michelob prize packs in recognition of the GHO. That's golf, right? Yes. And actually in recognition of you, the listeners who are golf fans, though I am not a fan of golf. Not only are we giving away prize packs all week, but I know this is a big... I'm giving up a lot here, but I've been given VIP access to the Michelob tent at TPC in Cromwell. I'm giving them to you, the people, because I want you to have them. So that'll be a grand prize that will be give away later in the week as well. Ms. Lockwood. Customers in Sussex, England, were forced to desert an outdoor cafe when a police horse proceeded to dump piles of manure next to their tables. <laughs> the owners of the Center Villa Cafe say the rush hour stink cost them valuable customers. 
tables were empty while staff waited for workmen to come and clear up the manure. The cafe that is owner. disgusting. <laughs> cafe owner said the smell started coming into the cafe and people just got up and left. Everybody take cover. She's going to blow. <laughs> <laughs> How awful. What are they feeding their horses uh, down there? Yeah. Or out there? Dinty more beef still? <laughs> <laughs> the jumbo the jumbo oh. Costco cans? <laughs> well Julia Roberts is stepping up for the Bush twins. She said it's a lot of pressure being President Bush's daughter, and it would lead her to drink, too. She said, quote, we all need to take a deep breath and think about being a Bush daughter and having that cross to bear. I'd go out and have a couple of drinks, too. Yeah, it's, it's got to be tough. Mm -hmm. I mean, but why did, uh, why did um, what's her name, Clinton, um, Chelsea Clinton, she managed to conduct herself reasonably. She did. Yeah, and who was before her? Uh, well, the, well, the Reagans, there were... No, no, Bush, the Bush. Bush, well, he's got his own kids. Well, the father, yeah. his son, yeah, he didn't do too good. And, and before that, the Reagans. Yeah. yeah. they had their problems. Yeah, Playboy and all that. And Amy Carter, she seemed to have some problems, too, although I think she's straightened out pretty much now. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Being the kid, being the kid of the president with the, sec with the security all around you, you just want to be a regular kid. You know what it is about kids? And I feel this about my kids in a way. I'm certainly not comparing myself to being president or anything like that. But they're not given a choice, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, your wife, your partner, or your husband, they, they can choose whether or not they want to be a part of it. But your kids, they're just stuck there, and they got to deal with it. you got to have some compassion for them. Yep. I said that it was insane. Somebody wrote me a letter that was, was, was questioning something I said about the Bush kids. And I said that it was ridiculous that the, that the restaurant owner would call the police for phony proof. I mean, that's something you, at worst, would take the proof away from the person. At worst, you just say no. I mean, so they're definitely not being treated fairly. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, oh, well. There's two ways to. Well, she's got his hands full. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kelsey Grammer is about to become the highest-paid actor in the history of television. Daily Variety is reporting a new deal covering years 10 and 11 of Frasier would give Grammer more than 1.6 million dollars per episode. Oh. Currently, the highest-paid performers are the cast of Friends. They take home about $750,000 an episode. I think the previous... Now, Seinfeld was offered a million an episode to stay on. And he passed on that. No, no, he was getting a million. He was getting a million an episode the last season. I think they offered him like 1.2 or something like that. The highest-paid previous to this was um, Tim Allen, mm -hmm. okay? And he was getting $1.2 per episode, all right? Now, our own Nick Lentino gets $1.6 <laughs> per episode of D-Snyder Radio. It's not bad, dude. Which is a pretty sweet deal. It's kind of nice. Plus his benefits of package, of course. I don't understand how they can even make money because he's getting $1.6 per half-hour show. And then they you have to pay it? everybody else. And they can't be that much advertising unless they count because it they bring in people to the shows behind it and syndication. Exactly. Very smart, Ms. Lockwood. Boy, you're pretty bright. Yeah. It's no, so no, much kidding. money. I'm kidding. 
I'm kidding, but no, it actually affects the other shows mm-hmm. around them. And it's the crown jewel of NBC, who which has been losing a lot of its you know, mm-hmm. sparkle in, the past, in recent years. And they don't want to lose, they've lost Seinfeld. They don't want to lose Frasier. So even though they may not make money on Frasier, it just generates, it just builds up everything else around it. Mm-hmm. It's an important show to them. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a while, but I always thought it was funny. I'm not even sure what it is on anymore. So. Yeah, I'm not nice. a Frasier watcher. Tuesday? Tuesday, no. So, uh, so Nick, uh, going to try and cut a new deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take, take that in. Throw that down on the desk. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer is making $1.6 million an episode. <laughs> That's like Costanza. You're not Ted Danson. <laughs> well, Sinead O'Connor, you may remember that she became a priest and then for a little while anyway claimed that she was a lesbian. But apparently she's changed her mind, at least on the latter, because... Word is she's accepted a marriage proposal from a journalist she met just a few months ago. Nick Summerland of Britain's Press Association says they plan to marry sometime next year, but don't have a date yet. They began dating in February, and Summerland says they fell for each other very quickly. Good for her. See, her name's Gay Falker. Why does anybody care about her? It's a man, baby. Does she have a morning show or anything? I know. I always really liked her music, though. You know more than that song? Yeah. She had other songs that were, like, catchy? Yeah, she did. I don't think we right, have any we more got on the computer, the... but I always what liked Mandinka a lot. Side. This is the only one. And well, Dave Hill Rock took station? all the rest with him. Oh, did he? <laughs> when he left. Well, she's, you know, I mean, her 15 minutes was up a long she time. Well, she's got to do something else. a very troubled life. She just put out a record last year that had a song that got a little bit of play on it. Oh, did it? Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. Maybe some people are interested. Movies from <laughs> over the weekend coming in at number one, doing really, really well. The Fast and the Furious, the drag racing movie, $41.6 million. Number Huge two movie. movie that you saw was Dr. Doolittle 2, Freddie Murphy, $26 million. That's not bad. $26 yeah. million. That's, that's a good week. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, another $20 million for that one, coming in number three, followed by Atlantis, The Lost Empire, Shrek, Swordfish, Pearl Harbor, Moulin Rouge, Evolution, and The Animal. So, just analyzing that list for a minute. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, you had Shrek on there, still top five, mm-hmm. over $200 million gross, right? I mean, the, the thing's just, just smoking, it's out of control. Um, Moulin Rouge, total 43. bomb. Total, total $43 million to date. And how many weeks does it say? Doesn't say. I think it's been maybe five weeks, something like that. So is that considered? I, I'm wondering if that's if it's considered a complete bomb. I mean, it was. I don't think it made the top three the first yeah, well, week. Versus how much it costs to make. I don't think it's pulling in enough. Right. Pearl Harbor. 172 million to date. A lot, but but they're definitely disappointed. Mm-hmm. It hasn't had the legs they thought it would have. It's already, it's still in the top ten, but it's out of the top five already. Right. They were really hoping to be Titanic. Atlantis not doing too good. Forty-four million. I'm curious about Tomb Raider because has anybody else heard eighty-four million dollars grow so far for two weeks? That doesn't blow. No, that does not blow. She's thinking of making another one already. They're trying to work a deal. Well, my son uh, Jesse, who's you know big into all that kind of stuff, says that she's signed or has options for a two and three. Mm. Wow. So they're already considering making the second one. Yep. Amazing. Hey, $84 amazing. million. Dollars, why not? Yeah, amazing. I, but I, 
It was horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was flat out horrible. And, I, and we had, like I said, four, 11, 13, 18, my wife and myself. And, uh, and, and all, all of us thought it was horrible. And even Jesse's a fan of the game and he didn't like it, right? Yeah. No, no. They said the game was horrible, too. They're not fans of the game. They don't... Shane and Jesse... I don't know if Dark said, if you've played it, they said the game's as boring as the movie. They don't know why it's so hugely popular. Yeah, I had it for a short time, and then I got rid of it. It was horrible. Hmm. Why is, yeah, I don't know what the popularity of the game is. There's a lot of running, apparently, in the game, which is what was going on in the movie as well. Okay. What are we going to do? Baseball, oh, okay, Beth. Toronto yeah. over the Red Sox, 5-2. Tampa Bay came back to beat the Yankees, 5-4. Atlanta over the Mets, 8-4. Speaking of Atlanta, John Rocker is now a Cleveland Indian. Yeah. It's Friday. And today is day one at Wimbledon. Mostly sunny, high in the mid-80s today. Tonight, clear in the 60s, and tomorrow, mostly sunny and warmer, and into the upper 80s. 65 at 827. You know, that Fast and Furious wasn't going to be number one in the box office. Things really took off when Nick hosted the premiere in East Hartford. Huge <laughs> <laughs> Then also just suddenly, like, oh, Nick's here? Boom. Gone. It was over the top. <laughs> it was over the top. Um, all right, we've got a couple of GHO Michelob prize packs to give away when we get back, Nick, or yes. now? Yeah, when we get back. Okay, and if you're a fan of golf, then you should say, hey, D, that's pretty cool, because when they came to me with this, I said, listen, you don't want to give away these golf prize packs. I said, dude, just because I hate golf doesn't mean that I don't think there are people out there who like it, and I don't want to give my listeners who do like it a chance to win the opportunity to go to TPC and Cromwell. And check out, do they get to check out the GHO? Yeah, they get tickets within the, in the prize pack. Oh, yeah. that's great. That's great. And I said, and you know, I said, and you know, I love my peeps. That's why I'm going to give up my VIP passes to the uh, Michelob tent, which is, uh, which is an exclusive tent, corporate tent over there, because, you know, I really want to go and hang out there, but I'd rather have you, the listeners, you know, get those. So that'll be the grand prize drawing that we'll do on Thursday. But when we return, we'll have a couple of GHO Michelob prize packs to give away, and we'll talk about our weekends. I also have some reaction to Mick Foley being on the show. Plenty to do, plenty to see. It's D. Steiner Radio. What else do you need to know? Stick around. This is Radio 104. There's something to say to me. Can I come over? D. Snyder Radio. It's in the guy's ass. That's not the real story. Nick, you rock my box. That's the real story. Nick, you rock my world. D. Snyder Radio. It's important enough to squeeze your cheeks for. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104. Okay, I told you about talking to Dave Navarro from uh, formerly of Jane's Addiction. Well, actually, he told us that they're uh, reunited for a tour this summer. Well, that's what it sounds like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also, later in the week, we've got Ask D. Steiner Radio. So you can look forward to that. That's where you ask us questions. So feel free to write us at Captain Howdy at Radio104.com. And we, uh, you know, we answer... Funny questions, stupid questions, and we sometimes answer serious questions. Sometimes I think we're quite helpful. Other times I think we're pretty damn useless. <laughs> but uh, can't hurt to try. Throw it our way. Captain Howdy at Radio104.com. 
Uh, I got a bunch of reactions that I want to get into, but Beth, could you first tell them about this GHO prize packs? Well, this is neat. We're giving away these uh, Canon Greater Hartford Open Michelob prize packs. Of course, the GHO starts this Thursday at the TPC River Highlands at Cromwell. And if you win one of these packs, you receive a Tiger Woods Michelob golf shirt. Very nice. A Michelob light hat. And tickets to the GHO that are good for any day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday of the tournament. And if you win one of these prize packs, if you're caller 10 right now at 666-4444, you will qualify for the grand prize that we are pulling on Thursday. Which is my personal VIP passes to the Michelob Hospitality Tent with food and drink. And, of course, you get to attend the tournament as well. I know, you say, D, you're too generous. I'm like... I, do, I sacrifice a lot for the listeners, Beth. Aren't you going to Germany this weekend? Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> but if I was here, oh, I would love nothing better than to hang out with a bunch of golfers. And uh, it would be, be very exciting to do that. I got some reaction to uh, everything happening. And Mick Foley, of course, big reaction to Mick coming on Friday. Chris and Old Saybrook says he was psyched that we had him on the show. And uh, he just loves hearing, he loves following, he loved hearing him. Karen says, when I first tuned in, I thought you had John Stewart on as a guest. Hmm. But after listening, you mentioned it was Mick Foley. He says the voices sound some similar. Do you, do you pick that up at all? I don't know. I didn't think of it when he was in here either time. No, really. I didn't. He says, I don't watch WWF on TV or even like wrestling. But Mick sounds like such a nice guy. I'm definitely going to read his book. See? That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. And uh, Norm says that I thought you'd like to know about the about Mick signing at Walmart. He said they had to open up five registers just to ring books. Wow. The Walmart staff were real cool with pictures and everything. And I just have to thank all the Walmart staff. And that's from Norm. And uh, he's obviously a fan. Then on to the subject of wedding pictures. You know, we were talking about those cameras. Mm -hmm. You leave it on the table. MM says, Beth, I just got married in May. And just for the record, disposable cameras and alcohol don't mix well. <laughs> we had one on every table and we had a lot of questionable pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? If you do, though, Beth, you're going to know pretty much where they came from. Yeah. Dark side. Um... And then you were talking about the, the foot flush, I believe. Yes, was, how uh, majority of Americans flush public toilets with their foot instead of with their hand. Well, Joe from Waterbury says that he very much agrees with us flushing with the foot and even the seat lift with the foot. says, I'd like to take it a step further. says, after the bathroom chores, chores uh, are attended to, and naturally comes the hand washing, naturally. I keep the paper towel in hand to turn off the faucet and then turn the doorknob on the way out. So do you I. can never be too sure. Well, I, I do that. I crank out the paper towels first and take the paper towel and hold it between my knees. And then I wash my hands and I take the paper towel and I shut off the faucet with it and open the door. Very no good, germs. by the way. No germs. I'm potted down, guys, so I don't know where the echo's coming from. Um... I, well, I, see, so I'm not standing there with, like, paper towels wedged between my knees like mm -hmm. a, like a, a prude at a, a prom. Uh, Thanks, D. I, I do, <laughs> I wash the hands, and then I elbow 
the paper towel dispenser. Uh -huh. Figure my elbows can take it. I elbow the paper towel dispenser, get the paper towel out, wipe the hands off, turn off the faucet with the paper towel, grab the handle with the paper towel, and then, you know, throw it in. Then I walk into our pod, wiping my hands so you all see, okay, Dee's got a paper towel in his hands. He washed his hands because I know hey, you're all... We're just happy you washed your hands. We don't care how yeah. you go about it. So yeah. I'm actually showing you. And then uh, I throw it in the garbage can. So I've got it down. But yeah, we were there. All right. We want to talk about our weekends. But you know what? Let's just get the traffic update out of the way before we start talking. So Psycho Dan, what up? This traffic report is brought to you by Barron Institute. Be on your way to a new career today just by calling Barron Institute of Technology with locations in Windsor and West Haven. Call now, 1-800-381-0311. Once again, that's 1-800-381-0311. Traveling on 84 East, pretty quiet, just a little slow around the Park Road curve. 84 West, still some steady traffic coming across the Bulkley Bridge, but you're fine after that. 91 South, a little slow going from exit 34 into town. 91 North looks good, that's delay-free. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit of steady traffic going from exit 4 up to the flyover. 91 South into New Haven looks good right now. 95 South, just a little bit slow before the Q Bridge. And Route 8 down in Waterbury looks pretty good right now. At 841, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report, Radio 104. Um, Eric from Cromwell won the GHO prize pack. Nick, I was under the impression we are giving away two. We are. Sean's probably getting the second winner now. He's a little slow. Okay, so if he isn't getting the second winner and he didn't know this... It, call 860-666-4444 because we've got another prize pack uh, to give away. It's tickets to the GHO at TPC in Cromwell and also a chance to win my uh, VIP passes to the Michelob tent. Okay, we'll do the grand prize on that as well. So I didn't get a chance, I should say, my producer didn't uh, tell me uh, who did anything interesting this weekend? I got a couple things to talk about. Beth, I know you got a couple interesting mm -hmm. things to talk about. Nick, any uh, or, or Dark Side? Who's got what? I know we should do this off the air, peeps, but unfortunately we didn't. So uh, I need to know. Dark Side, do you have anything? No, I just went to the bar on Friday night and uh, hung out cleaning up the house on Saturday. So, well, well gee, that's a surprise after you read the TV <laughs> listing. Uh, for what the hell to do this weekend? It's a shock. Got a lot of those in, too. Now, today he'll tell us which of those shows he watched. All Shocker the Family and Hunting with Hank. Good stuff. Yeah, good, 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 yeah. good. Good shooting fish. Yeah. My favorite show, Dynamite, Dynamite and Turtles. Um, I got a blank message. Was that our second winner yeah. by any chance? Carl from Hamden. One the other. There you go, Carl. So you can stop calling, guys. Tomorrow we'll give away another pair. See what a great guy I am, and uh, we'll do that on Tuesday and on Wednesday and Thursday as well with the grand prize on Thursday. So, uh, Nicholas, did you uh, were you up to anything? Anything interesting? Yeah, I had, uh, two big nights at the Brickyard D. Uh, Friday, two nights. Yeah, Friday and Saturday back to back with Coors Light. So that was a lot of fun. A lot of people came out, and uh, one woman who was involved in one of our contests, she won the contest, and. Uh, She's married. Her husband was also involved in the contest, and she grabbed my face after and was trying to get me to kiss her open mouth on the lips. Ooh. Obviously, I had a problem with seeing that her husband was standing three feet behind her. Oh, but he had a problem with it as well. <laughs> so I kind of pushed her face away and went over to him and cleared up that whole deal. I don't want to get involved in that deal. It might be a lot of things, but... You don't want to... You're you know, not a home wrecker. That's right. Yes. I'm not a home wrecker. <laughs> 
But, um, no, this weekend, basically what I was doing, well, I did have one problem. You know all that lingerie I dropped off, you know, for a hundred-something dollars? Well, I went to pick yeah. it up oh, Friday. Well, they don't, don't uh-huh. gloss over that. Money bags over here, for those who didn't know. As you clean out the apartment, he has a lot of laundry, so, you know, he's, I don't know, he's too good to go down to the laundromat. He's too busy to wash clothes. So he took it to a laundromat where they washed it for $130. Yeah. So what was the problem with that? Uh, I picked up my clothes, thought everything was cool because I had tons of them. And uh, then I got back and started going through them. And uh, they didn't give me all my clothes back. I got taken to the cleaners by the cleaners. What do you cleaners. mean? They, they kept some of your clothes? Yeah, I'm missing some stuff. Well, and did I you go back down there? No, because they were closed after, I, I mean, I went like 10 minutes before they closed. I got to call them today. They have some of my clothes. How many so articles pissed. of clothing did you bring, would you say? Uh, I'm sure you just brought huge bag with an undefined quantity in there, correct? Oh, two duffel bags and two uh, plastic garbage bags. Full. <laughs> They're gone. Um, They're gone. There's no way you're going to prove it. Well, I have the slip still. That says what? How many pounds? No, it it has the items listed because it's... Are you kidding? Seriously? Yeah. I mean, I got a separate slip for each, like, bunch of items. Oh, God. That must have been like the Blues Brothers getting back their possessions. (laughs) Yeah. One prophylactic (laughs) used... Uh, Yeah. Needless to say, I don't think they liked me too much there. So, I'm about the freaking cleaners. I knew it. I knew it's a shady business. That's a nice cleaners. That's probably the most expensive cleaner in town where you went. Yeah. Well, well, well of course. They you're going to take your clothes, to, you're going to take your t-shirts to be washed. Only it can be washed by the best. <laughs> 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 well, and the rest of the weekend I was getting ready for the, uh, the big uh, tag sale tomorrow, going on tomorrow, 3 to 7 p.m. at my apartment. We'll give out the address tomorrow morning. Uh, everything must go total liquidation sale from couches entertainment centers to Leslie's dress to backup for strange jam costume a little bit of everything in there and, and you know, twisted sister a, CDs tw- never used that's right yeah twisted CDs that I have a couple extra gift up. from D. Snyder himself <laughs> yeah. still Might in the shrink add that in there personally given to me by D. Snyder but this is the best part I think I found an apartment uh, this this girl who I went to her apartment a couple times last summer. Um, after what does that mean? What do you mean? This girl I went to her apartment a couple <laughs> times last summer. Well, it's not insinuating that I slept with her, but she had some you know people over some after hours parties, and I was there. And I told her, man, I really like this apartment. So uh, she called me uh, about a week ago and solicited and said, hey, I might be getting out of here. So I went to check out the apartment Friday afternoon. And, was this uh, the pad that you? That you were telling me about? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, that's, that's supposed to be a really great place. Yeah, well, it How is. much is the rent? Is it affordable? It's affordable. My parents don't think it's affordable, but I, I think it's affordable. Well, what do they know? <laughs> <laughs> They're just putting the bill. Well, Pay to get his laundry paid, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's an awesome place, but it is right in um, Hartford like it is I live in Hartford yeah it's pretty uh, ghetto no Mudbone might know a little bit more about this dark side if you know what I mean it's not in the south end I mean it's Hartford proper like central Hartford 
Yeah, exactly. Well, you've got the Civic. <laughs> um, yeah, there's some boarded up houses around there, which just means, you know, there's a renovation going on in the city. <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to tell my parents there's a revival and, you know, some of us white people got to move out and experience some culture in some other sections. So you'll you know? be down in sort of the Adrian's Landing area. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Hey, hey, boldly going where no man has gone before. That's great. Good yeah, for you. So You're excited about that apartment. Yeah, I really I know, like it. The price it. you told me, not talking dollars and cents, but was considerably less than you were paying now. Oh, yeah, it's definitely affordable. But if I can, if I, if I get pulled the plug from my funding, you know, because I'm trying to cut all my strings, but it's kind of tough right now. But, um, you know, otherwise... Still just, on that college uh, yeah, teat, right? Yeah. But, Still um, milking that college thing? But otherwise, uh, Clear Channel could be expect me to be staying here at the station. And I will do that <laughs> because as of Sunday, I'm out. So I might be here Monday night. Oh, actually, vacation. I might be spending some of my vacation <laughs> or at least crashing here after I go out at night. So they could look forward to that. I tell you what. Yeah, you have a, have a little, little after-hours party here. They might, uh, <laughs> they might warm up to give me a raise. <laughs> yeah. Hey, everybody back to my place. <laughs> it's awesome. <sighs> so, uh, Beth Lockwood. Yes. You did a couple of interesting things this weekend. Well, sort of going reverse. Last night was a big night out with my mom and my sister. We went down to the ctnow.com Oakdale. And uh, thanks to Bob Cleaver and Sales, who hooked us up really, really well. For the big Donny Osmond concert. Well, excuse me. <laughs> Can I say what, the, what when you asked for tickets, what Bob's quote was? <laughs> I went back and I said, you know, I was talking to my mom and she was really interested in going to this Donny Osmond concert, Bob. And if I think we have a box down there at the Oakdale, if you could get me, you know, three tickets, if that's possible. Very nervous, trepidation. Is it possible? Do you think maybe you could get me three tickets? <laughs> he said, well... You're the only one who's asked, so I think it wouldn't be a problem. Somebody has Very lonely in the box. Somebody has something on fire in that office. Does somebody have something in that toaster? It smells like fire in here. <laughs> I smell fire, too. Nick's yeah. thinking. It's pretty bad. <laughs> okay. So Is the anyway. alarm going to go off? Um, it might. Well, yeah. Sean puts out the I see fire. smoke in the hallway. Oh, God. <laughs> You guys have oh no olfactory senses left in that room from all of your cigarettes. We're in a separate Sean room with the door I'm shut. I'm the one putting the bagels Sean in there. I can smell his breakfast burning. <laughs> it's burning, dude. It no, smells not. Up. What there's is that nothing. smell? I can smell it in here. Well, you can smell it in here. However, there's nothing out there that's burning. Well, something in the well, building is on good, fire. Jimmy? I have no <laughs> idea because I just went out in the hallway and checked the office. There's nothing Let burning. Let me tell you a story about a little <laughs> fat boy that nobody loved. <laughs> Where uh, is the... I don't know. Where, Something's wait, burning. The toaster's wait, whoa, cold. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If it's not the toaster and there's smoke in the hallway... There's something <laughs> burning. <laughs> something oh, burning. It was probably on fire at the uh, ashtray again in the back. Oh, did it make it all I'll the way here? investigate. <laughs> you think we're going down with the ship. You're insane. <laughs> Dark side put paper in there before. Why did you do it that? It was a gum wrapper. It is a firebox. Okay, then next time I'll litter. Sean, uh, can you, you bring go, it inside no, and throw it in the, one pocket? of the many garbage but things in here? It's a little wrapper. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Sean, really go find like out it. where the smoke's coming from. We're not sitting on. here and burning alive. God. <laughs> <laughs> it smells really bad. All right. Anyway, so I went to see Tony Osmond last night, and uh, <laughs> I will say that not only does he still look 
really cute. But uh, <laughs> the show was really, really enjoyable. Boring. It really was. I don't care what you say, Dark Side Dave. I loved Boring. Donnie Boring. as a child. And I will say that when he came out on stage, I, I was a little giddy. Did he, uh, uh, th- did he have a band? He had a full orchestra, yeah, about 20 pieces behind him. Wow. Yeah, it wow. was really, really nice. He had a nice. long career, you know? We, you don't have a career like that if you're not a good performer. His voice sounded great. He had really nice things to say between the songs. It was just a really nice show. I didn't stay till the end, but I... I Did anybody throw the Depends on stage or anything like that? <laughs> show tunes. It was show tunes. Plus Puppy Love and uh, his big hit from the 80s, Soldier of Love, which I didn't have at the time, but I enjoyed watching it last night. It was nice. You shut up, Dark Side Dave. At least I didn't sit on the couch scratching myself watching Hunting with Hank repeats. So I said, you're turning into a big loser. Totally, dude. At least I get out of the house. I go to Don. <laughs> so? Hey, hey, uh, Sean He's an American icon. Sean, oh, yeah, he what is smoke? What's on fire? Okay, apparently somebody put a Twinkie in a microwave and the Twinkie <laughs> caught fire. Down the hall? Yeah. Uh, actually, next door. The other uh The HCN people? Yeah. That's pretty far away. Yeah, that's. Uh, What's it uh, like over there? Uh, it's pretty bad over there. <laughs> we're getting the we're getting the least of it. They put it in the plastic, right in there. No, they just put the Twinkie itself and let it go. Just for fun? I guess I don't know. I don't. I can't explain those people. Radio hijinks, Beth. It's radio hijinks. <laughs> we have a show producer drink his own urine. They set Twinkies on fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, okay, so um, anyway, back to you, Ms. Lockwood. So I don't care what the other side says. I think that it was fun. There were a lot of, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the women were still insane for Donnie. You, yeah. you, I mean, loving him. We you love you, Donnie. They were just like almost falling at his feet, throwing teddy bears and flowers and everything up on stage. Any men present? And was there any guys uh, in the crowd? Still looks pretty gay to me. <laughs> men who were early in their relationships, I think. Um, <laughs> who may have been no I think that there were a lot of couples there who, who enjoyed it it was a really nice show I didn't even need to use my earplugs and how did it was it sold out no it wasn't sold out but it was pretty full what do you do full. for an encore fall asleep <laughs> I know he's no slayer dark side Dave but he's had a healthy career nonetheless okay so um, so, so that was uh, Sunday night uh, right, now backing it up. Saturday, just to, to, went for a bike ride, didn't do that much. But uh, and Friday night was a big night for me. It was my first ever time at a karaoke bar. You Oh, no. You, but you didn't get up and sing or anything. Oh, I got up there. <laughs> oh, no. Twice. How many did you have in you? <laughs> Two. Two. No solo projects. Let's do it. I only wish they had this one in the Did directory. Did you sing the wild thing? No. My, for my first number, <laughs> I and my... Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like, have you ever been to one of these places? It's like going back in time. These no, people, I have not. These people, D, they take karaoke seriously. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We almost, this, my friend Alice and I almost came to blows with some woman. This is like, why did you come to blows with her? Well... My friend Bridget and another friend of hers get up on stage to do... I mean, granted, they butchered it. 
It was the piano, <laughs> <laughs> piano man by Billy Joel. Oh, no. So my friend Alice and I are standing there. They and shanked it. This woman approaches us, really nasty woman, short little woman, relatively young, 50s. And she right. said, you know, pointing at her friend who's been sitting on the bar stool all night. This is his song. Yeah. And he sings it no. really well. No. They are ruining it. So I said, hey, he had all night to get up there and sing that song. And I didn't see him moving. <laughs> so, That's getting indignant. So she starts great. yelling that they're drunk up there and they're ruining it. Oh, and this I is said, while they're was, up yeah. there butchering it? And I said, oh, okay. it's karaoke. They're having fun. So she goes, tonight is not the night for this. Like it was only pro karaoke on Friday night. People. So, my friend Alice people. Said, whatever lady. You people. I mean, if you're listening, any of my listeners, you're not in the band. <laughs> you're not Billy Joel. You're not whoever you're singing. It doesn't make you a star. It doesn't make you a singer. My director of my movie, John Peeplow, who sucked and really <laughs> damaged my film, he was a karaoke junkie. Oh, they're all out Friday night. You know, he fashioned himself quite oh. the singer. And not only would he sing karaoke, but he'd sing on the set. And finally, I said, dude, will you please stop? <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? I said, you're an amateur. I'm a freaking professional singer, and you're walking around singing in front of me crappy all the time. He's great. It's like, that guy's going to be a big star. I said, you know what? It's like if I went, you like, like if I go around here directing. All right? Don't do what I do for a living in front of me when you stink at it. Okay, and these people, well, what is, what is, you know, that pisses me off. I know. That people have that. I didn't expect to hear that. She was really I expected, bitchy. You know, you, you, I thought it was all about having fun. That's what I thought. But these people are serious. So, our first big number, uh, my friends Bridget and Alice and I, we were doing, going to do the Supremes. So, we fancied ourselves the Supremes. So we now, is this after this woman made her comments? No, this was prior. This was before Bridget did that other song. So, we get up there and we're going to do Stop in the Name of Love. Now, we couldn't really get started because I was almost peeing my pants. I mean, I'm sure people thought I was wasted because I, I was laughing so hard. But uh -oh. we, we it's sort of, we only really knew the chorus, which was bad enough. Oh, it was pretty bad. But... I will say that I do feel that I redeem myself because Glenn and I got up there and we did one of my favorite tunes, The Beat Goes On by Sonny and Cher. <laughs> and if I do Wait say so myself. That's a little bit of solo work in there. We brought down right? the house. Get out of here. I got high-fived when I was coming off the stage. <laughs> that, so wait a minute, but that's a little bit of give and take. I know it is. He sings, she sings. That's right. Whoa, not bad. And people high five. Yeah, you? yeah. I think did, people were Did you have surprised. the big vests on and everything, I too? I wish I had some fringe. <laughs> and I was doing the share thing, you know, with my hand. So I, was, I had some moves as well. Oh, man. What'd you have, like half a Shirley <laughs> Temple? You were wasted. No, I actually had a couple beers. I needed to steal myself. I couldn't have gotten up there without anything. I've seen you on one beer, and ah. you're silly. You're so, silly on one beer. I will tell you, it was really, really fun. And I didn't know if I would get up there when I first went, you know, because I don't have the best singing voice. But Cher is in my range. You should have done uh, Journey. I know. They had some Journey tunes in there. I wasn't going to do a solo number. Although wow. Glenn did. He did um, 
And it was pretty darn funny. He did um, stand by your man. <laughs> oh my God! You people are. You gotta hysterical. go, D. It's really, it's like, it's an experience. I know that I'm a little behind the times, and the karaoke's been out for about 20 years now. But it was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Dark side. Now, when you get up there and you're singing memories, are you like serious? Oh, I throw myself <laughs> into the whole performance. It's a good time. Oh, we should it's all like go. It's not like a drunken saying. Fun. It's. It's like you're focused. You're oh, being, absolutely. I'm, I'm totally like in it. I'm playing the part. Yeah. I'm there. Yeah. You, have you to channel have Babs. Totally you channel, channel Babs. Absolutely. Because some people, they just stand there. And even if you have kind of a good voice, which a lot of people don't, uh, it's not as fun if you don't have an act. Well, see, the good thing is I know the words all by heart. Yeah. So it's like I don't have to stand there and stare at the screen. You know, I could jump around and be all right. freaky and stuff. That's yeah. how I was with the Beacos, huh? Yeah, I know that time. one. Oh, wait. You people are funny. <laughs> All right, look, I'll tell Don't you about my weekend. Don't knock it till you try it, Snyder. When we get back, and that guy, some guy was offended by something I said. I can't even think of what I said. It was offensive. But he hung up because I was waiting to get to him before I went to my weekend. So uh, <laughs> if you're still out there and I, you want to tell me what I, how I mortified you, uh, call now, okay? And I'll, I'll talk to you about it. And uh, we'll take a break, come back, tell you about my weekend it's a little motorcycle riding had some mechanical Ooh. problems oh, no. um, yeah and uh i'll tell you about it when i return with more designer radio it's radio 104 it's too far gone wmrq waterbury hartford are you offended he has a name you call him by his name d snyder radio got it transportation provided by peter van Buslin. there's there's something radio 104 now back to D. Snyder Radio. 30 million people hear what you got to say. Oh, it's going to be awesome. As far as the quality of it. We didn't argue with them much. <laughs> on Radio 104. This is the big week, people. D-Day 2 is coming this Friday. Got to look forward to that. All the festivities. And then we're going on vacation for a week. All right, so you won't see us around. Do look forward to Sagan Zivas Psycho Dance Game Show later on this week, and of course a brand new on the road with Mudbone. I think he's going. Uh, he's on the continent now. When he last left, he was in Italy, right? Mm-hmm. So who knows where he's going to wind up this week? You got that to look forward to. Some reaction. Uh, oh, I have to give away anything, Nick? Or I'm missing anything here? No. Okay. Okay. Good enough. Um. Got some reaction again, Mick Foley. Sister Son Surfer writes, Mick Foley seemed to be surprised and shocked in a previous in your previous interview, this is kind of delayed, that people might find wrestling objectionable. Mick himself illustrated my objections beautifully, the first my objections beautifully, the first time he was on your show. In order to infuriate the crowd, he acted intelligent. Do we really need another institution that glorifies the dumbing down of America? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I find it, if you, I think it's it's fine if you enjoy it for what it is, and you don't take it as like reality. And I think since they came out of the out of the closet, so to speak, and came straight with the public, and that it wasn't you know, and that it is scripted, mm-hmm. that uh, more people are, are enjoying it for what it is. People but need outlets a, for their stress filled lives. You can't always read like the great novels, karaoke and stuff. Like karaoke on Friday nights. <laughs> 
Uh, Colleen from New Britain says, uh, it was great to hear Mick again. He's always f so much fun. I went to the book signing in Bristol. Let me tell you, oh my God, there were a ton of people. I got there about an hour before the start, and the line was already wrapped around the building. He must have stayed for a long time. Uh, yep, yes, he did. He, he, I'm sure he did. He's a good guy. And I, a couple things I do want to mention is... um. Steve Vesco wrote me and said that Glastonbury Police Officers Association sponsoring a motorcycle torch run. Uh, this will be to benefit Connecticut Special Olympics. He extends an invite to me. It's on July 1st, I believe. Yeah, I'm not going to be in town. But I will say that if you're interested in getting involved, it's uh, happening Sunday, July 1st. Registration is 8.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And the staging area is at 95 Glastonbury Boulevard in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Kicks kick off at 10 a.m. And it's a rural ride to the Husky Blues Restaurant. Entertainment will be provided. It's kind of it's a nice thing they're doing for the Connecticut Special Olympics. It's the 2001 Motorcycle Torch Run sponsored by the Glastonbury Police Officers Association. And then one of our listeners wrote in, punk rock chick, says that uh, she's too young to drive, but she's got her D-Day coupon and she wants to go to D-Day. You know, D-Day 2. She says, can you help me get a ride? Well, I can't help you get a ride. <laughs> but I will say, isn't there some sort of a board that, that our listeners have where they go and chat and stuff like that? Yeah, they do have a chat room. I don't yeah, know how to the, get there. Yeah, uh, the Yahoo message board. As a matter of fact, you can go to our website and click onto the DSR links, and there's a link that'll bring you right to that board. So why not go there and, you know, Put a note up. They say, hey, I'm dying to go. Anybody give me a lift? I mean, that's where the peeps hang out. And uh, our listeners are pretty friendly. You know, they help each other out. So, okay. So, and, and Nick, I know you cannot give her a ride, Nick. Come on. <laughs> she wants a ride in a car. Okay. Oh. Not that kind of ride. <sighs> ride of her li Ride the lightning, baby. Hey, she's too young to drive, you guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not too young to smoke, right, Nick? That's right. <laughs> what? Cigarettes. Yeah, well, actually, she is. It's illegal. 18 or younger. Uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just speaking for how you Nick's know, thinking. You know, in uh, about nine years, somebody's going to be making all these jokes about your young Cheyenne. Yes, I know. Nick started already, I believe, uh, <laughs> the minute I got here. Yeah. Uh, I believe. He's oh, what this girl's joke. parents don't know won't hurt him. <laughs> I'll be the first one to report you to the cops. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, as far as my weekend went, I'll do it a little bit backwards as well. Sunday, yesterday, Jesse, my son, graduated from high school, which is pretty cool, you know, pretty cool. Very cool. Um, things like that don't make me uh, a melancholy in any way. I know some people like, time's passing, and uh, I just think it's pretty cool. I mean, I went to Suzette's graduation, and here we were sitting at our son's graduation. <laughs> yes, I was there at Suzette's graduation. And they said, which one's your daughter, sir? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she was hiding her head in shame. I was there with the big, huge afro and no platform shoes. Everybody's going, oh, you will feel no, shame. No, that's my date. That's my date. I tried to dress up, but I had makeup under my eyes. It was like, you know. Man, what all of the, the jocks and everything must have thought at Suzette's high school. Here's this class beauty, and here comes our freaky boyfriend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, well, I was big, too big for him to say anything, uh. you know, and, uh, but I used to be that, you know, I'd be there, she'd come out of school, and I'd be parked my Mustang 
out right out front of the door. She comes to the door, get in the car, drive her away. That was it. Sorry, boys. <laughs> Sorry, boys. She's going out with that big, that old guy. You know, <laughs> I'm like 21. She's 15. It's like taking her away from school. Oh, That's creepy. There was, well, there was always this girl, there was this girl when I went to school named Joanne Benzavanga who was the Suzette of our school. And they, all those girls seemed to always go out with guys who were like in college. You know, and Joanne Benzavanga at the end of every day, we'd be hanging with our tongues hanging, we'd be there with our tongues hanging out and she'd walk out and there'd be some car and some, some man in the car. She'd get in the mm. car and he'd take her away. You know, so I turned, so then I wound up being that guy. Hey, suffer, <laughs> you bastards. Um, but it was, it was pretty cool, you know, but I knew that going there, that when I go to these situations, like, you know, people make a big fuss. And I was trying to figure out, well, you know, I don't want to make a big fuss. And I don't, you know, I just want to go and see my son graduate from school, you know. And, um. So I was talking to Jesse before, you know, went there and I said, I said, I said, what do you want me to do? I said, you know, I said, should I, I'm trying to figure out like how, to, not to dress and wear a costume or something, but you know, do I, do I, do I wear a hat? Do I go in there or whatever? I said, how do you want me to present myself at this thing? He goes, why don't you just be my dad? I'm like, you know what? That's all I want to be is your dad. And uh, to that end, you know, I mean, I hope I didn't, uh, I know I, I didn't offend people who were coming up to me asking me to take pictures, and I just didn't. What's that? Oh, graduation music. And I said, and, and I always say yes, always. But I said no. I said, you know, I said I'm sorry. I'm, I'm here for my son because I knew once I started doing that, mm -hmm. it you know turned into a personal appearance, and I wouldn't get to experience the graduation thing. And I just said no. So hopefully they understood. I mean, I wasn't rude or anything. I just said, I said no, not today. I'm, I'm here for my son's graduation. And, but it was pretty cool. We were proud. And I see him go up there and, uh, you know, relieved. It was a bit of a relief. Because although Jesse does well in school, he's, he's you know, one of those guys who, like, school's over and the phone call comes, you know. If he doesn't pay for his social studies book, <laughs> he's not getting a diploma. You know, it's like uh, the day of the phone call comes in, the day of graduation rehearsal, it's, his, it's Patty on the phone, his girlfriend. Is Jesse awake? No, if he doesn't go to the rehearsal, he won't be allowed to attend graduation. And my wife's down there, get up, get out of bed. You know, he's a pain in the ass with that. So there was a couple like, you know, getting him to the final, actually walking up there was kind of tough. His grades are fine, but there's little things that screw you up, you know, he's, mm -hmm. he slips up there. So I have not had an opportunity to ride my new motorcycle since I got it. Uh, and when I got home, it's been raining ever since. And then I was up here, and the bike was was home. The day I brought it home, it started raining the minute I got over the ferry. And I looked up at the heavens. I said, just give me a, this much of a break, please. It stopped for a minute. I got home, got in the garage, and then it started raining again. So, And then Father's Day, it poured. So, I didn't, And then I was up here. So I haven't gotten a chance to ride it. I've been dying to go riding. And on Long Island, the whole weekend, it was threatening to rain. I don't know about... I know you had tornadoes up here, right? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Was, was it in a washout? In some parts, no, but otherwise, we just had showers. Kind of like inconsistent, right? Mm -hmm. It would rain, it'd stop. Well, on Long Island, we didn't get any rain. 
yet it was constantly threatening to rain. I mean, really like dark clouds, clouds like any minute's going to come down. So, so Saturday morning, I guess, and you know what? Screw this. The roads aren't wet. I'm going out. I'm just going to go local. So if it starts starts to rain, I'll just head home, you know? So I go out there, and now I have to back it up a little bit. <laughs> I got to back up a little bit. I got an Indian motorcycle, and I always wanted, I never owned a motorcycle, dirt bikes and stuff like that. And my friends all rode Harleys, and I said, I want to get something that's a little different. And when I get a motorcycle, it'll be an Indian. But Indians stopped making motorcycles, I think, in 1957. So all Indian motorcycles, until recently, were old. And there's a problem with, I'm not, I'm not an ace mechanic. When you get an old bike, you have mechanical problems. And you got to be pretty handy. So I've kind of been reticent to buy one because I knew that I wasn't going to, you know, you're riding around. It sucks to break down. So when they started making Indians again three years ago, I said, i got to get an Indian motorcycle. Now it's new, turnkey. You get on it, it works. That's what I want. I can't worry about this stuff. My first, well, my first, my first solo ride day out. I'm out riding. Life is beautiful, and the bike starts to putt and sputter, and it's breaking down on me. So now I'm like, I'm like, can't believe it. A brand new motorcycle. I'm limping into a gas station, but I think I know what the problem is. I don't want to get all mechanical on, on on anybody, but I think that my spark plugs are fouled out, and I'm pretty sure. Already? That I screw- well, the reason is 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 um, uh, they don't have they don't have a choke on a motorcycle. They've got something that sort of it, it doesn't. I don't want to get mechanical. Chokes cut off the air. It adds more, it's, it's called an enricher. It adds more fuel. So I thought when I first started riding, like it was like more of like a choke kind of thing, and I left it on too long. But what you do is you foul your plugs out because um. you're adding more fuel. So I know this is the problem, and I was kind of expecting it to happen. I coast into a gas station. I go in, they give me a socket wrench. I take out the spark plugs, I clean them up, and they're, they're pretty dirty. When I put them back in, I'm like, great. I'm off, start the bike starts i take off i'm like okay problem solved and within a half mile it is it's going again and I, no kidding no kidding and it's sweating in the rain and i'm sitting there and i coast up in front of somebody's house in a residential neighborhood and and the and the, and the uh the a mom's out there with a kid goes oh look honey you can tell daddy you saw an indian motorcycle i said well don't have to tell daddy it's probably gonna be sitting here when he comes home <laughs> <laughs> he can see it himself. My brand new bike is broken down on my first ride. So I'm like, oh, what is the deal? So then I realize I'm a couple blocks from Jesse's girlfriend's house. It's like three or four. So now I'm pushing a 700-pound <laughs> motorcycle down the road, you know. <laughs> there I am, just in all my glory, pushing the motorcycle. Yeah, Superstar is right. And, and, and the bike's really flashy looking, too. So, I mean, it's not like something you don't notice, you know. It's like, hey, new bike, yeah. So, I get it to Jesse's girlfriend's house, and then Pat, I leave it there. I'm like, ah. Oh. Patty gives me a ride back to the house. I get on the phone. I call up Dave over to the dealership. I'm like, Dave, the bike broke down. So, he's like, well, what happened? Well, now I am doing what every mechanic. Let me tell you something, people. I know mechanics. Dark said, you know any mechanics? Yeah, my dad. Okay. Well, he'll tell you. 
They love when we imitate the machine that is breaking down. Well, they tell they, you what, they ask you what happens, then when you tell them. No, let me tell you something. My brother's a mechanic. They love this. You go, so uh, so what was it doing? And you go, well, uh, it went like, how was that again? Oh, well, Bob, come here a sec. Then they start calling their friends over. Listen, this is what it was doing. They are laughing their asses off inside. We are jackasses. So now I'm on the phone, and he goes, so what was it doing? I'm going, oh, I said, you son of a bitch. All right, I'm going to have to tell you, I'm going to make noises now on the phone. But I'm going, it was like, you know, it was sputtering, and, 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 it, and then it just wouldn't start. He goes, does it have gas? T, are you I, I was like. Me? Um, oh my god! Wasn't there someone I got it? <laughs> How can you even tell this story? It's so embarrassing. Because I'm gonna out myself. Oh my god. <laughs> because I'm gonna Dumb out myself. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I am like, my face is getting hot, and I'm like, yes. Oh god! Yeah, that was that was kind of the way it ran. And you know what the and kicker women is? women. Get laughed at <laughs> at the dealerships. I have never mistaken a breakdown for running out of gas in my I life. I figure that this is story is going to sweep the state of Connecticut so fast in the biking community that I'm going to out myself before. And you know what the kicker is? Is that motorcycles, at least this motorcycle, has a reservoir. You literally, if you like, say you get it starts sputtering because you run out of gas. You didn't realize you could turn little petcock, as they call it, to a certain position, and it opens up a little area, res a reservoir, so you're good for like another 20, 30 miles. So you and had you done that the already? No. Oh. So I ran out of gas, and I had a little reservoir in there that was still filled with gas. And I'm like, part of me was actually glad because as stupid as it makes you feel, it wasn't something mechanical, you know what I mean? Like the bike was a problem bike or whatever. So I get a ride back to my bike and I put gas in it and starts right up and I drive home in shame. <laughs> so that you was my... You feel much You shame. feel shame. I feel... I feel I feel shame. I, I don't know if I can be your friend anymore. You dumb bastard. <laughs> it happens. There's no gauge on it. They don't have gauges. You're supposed to slosh it around. Like, how do you check the gas on a motorcycle? You shake it back and forth and hear sloshing sounds. Or you look inside. We got a more. <laughs> unleash, dark side, unleash. Okay. Okay. Wow. So, uh, okay, throw Dan wants a CC sound bite. Will you give it to him, please, before he busts a gut? Okay, there you go. All right. So, uh, I outed myself. Like I said, I'm not pulling into one place where a bunch of bikers are hanging out and I'm going, hey, man, we're heard about you running again. I told you. I told you. And don't act like you never did either. <laughs> don't act like you ever did. And Dave was riding the Indian motorcycle. It was really nice. He was trying to make me feel better. No, well, you know, it might have happened. Sure. It could have happened to anybody. Yeah, never heard anybody. of it happening, but Check it could. Did you check? Did you put any gas in it? Check head. Oh, man. Okay. Dark side having a, fun. Taking a break. <laughs> Keep going, Dark Side. Keep going. It's okay. I deserve it. 
It's actually like paying penance, actually. I feel I must pay penance. All right, we're taking a break. We're going to come back, and uh, we're going to award a pair of invitations to somebody who left a voicemail for us telling us how these Steiner Radio affected our life. And we'll have some news. Beth Lockwood, what's going on? Well, did you know that you can actually get arrested for listening to child porn? I'll tell you one incident in which that might be happening. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> no, surprisingly, this time it's okay. not Sean. Uh, they have invented a desk that turns into a bed for people who can't get enough of work. Maybe, Nick, you might want to look into this. Uh, there may be a reunion of a Hollywood couple who had previously split up. Uh, information on the band U2 on Oprah. On the Bay oh, no. City Rollers. You losers! And oh, on um, somebody I like quite a bit, Martha Stewart. MS. Mm-hmm. Right on. Okay, well, we'll take a break, come back, we'll do some news. What do we learn today is on the on a way. Life is good. Steve Snyder Radio, it's Radio 104. Steve Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? But you can call me Steve Snyder Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. See my peeps? Can't wait. What do you want? Snyder Radio on Radio 104. They all know that D-Day 2 is coming this Friday. It's a celebration of two years of D. Snyder Radio. And our, our last uh, day on the air for a week after that. Actually, Nick, what is a, a return date? A return you know? date? Um, it's the Monday after. The, no, oh. it's the Tuesday after. Tuesday after? I'll go check the date. Yeah, because we, cause, cause we got 4th of July in the middle there, so mm-hmm. we extend our vacation one day. Um... So anyway, we're going to be off for uh, a week or a little more than a week, including 4th of July. So uh, you want to tune in for that. But of course, it's an invitation-only event, July 9th. That's our return date, July 9th. So it'll be the best of D. Snyder Radio while we're gone, of course. And uh, so D-Day 2 is coming Friday, invitation-only. We've got like a 1,000 guests coming. So you can win them by calling in. One of the other ways you can win is by calling our Snide Remarks voicemail line at 860-723-6071. Leave us a message. Say, hey, this is Biff. And then tell us short, concisely, how D-Snyder Radio affected your life. And here's a perfect example. And this person uh, right here, this is uh, Kathy Fowler, has won a pair of invitations. This is what she had to say. Hi, I'm 21 years old and have been in a steady relationship for four years, but I've never reached orgasm. After discovering the donkey punch, however, I'm happy, healthy, and get off every time. Thank you, D. Snyder Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Get another public service, Nick. Another something else that we've done. (laughs) We've done. uh, Well, Kathy Fowler, you've got invitations and a chance to meet Nick Lentino <laughs> as well. well. On that same subject, by the way, so call, you know, 860-723-6071, leave that message, or also you can just stick around and wait for us to say win tickets now, which we're not saying. Oh, but in a little while, we're doing what we learned today. Uh, along that that same line there, Beth, uh, mm-hmm. someone wrote in and says, how d Radio has affected my life. Let me start by telling you I was out with my girlfriend last Saturday night. Took her back to my place. Was gonna try, gonna try my new move. <laughs> you can only guess what it was, thanks to Nick. 
she slapped me in the face and kicked me somewhere else. I haven't heard her in a, from her in a week and a half. Good. She's told her three of her friends, and things are not looking good for me in the group of people I currently hang out with. You're lucky she didn't call the cops. I think it's going to be a long summer, Brian from Cheshire. I don't know if uh, you, this gets you invitations, but maybe a personal apology from Nick. Do it I'll in the it. butt. So right now, it's time for the news. State police are awaiting the results of an autopsy and the suspicious death of an infant at the home in, at a home in Summers. Troopers responded to Gracie Drive yesterday morning after receiving a 911 call about an unresponsive child. The baby was pronounced dead, and the death is being labeled as suspicious. Oh, oh mm-hmm. what is with people? I just, I, I mean, how. How angry, how depressed, how depraved do you have to be to kill a baby? Yeah. It's just like... What a scumbag. It's beyond innocent. You know what I mean? I, I'm the child. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it does nothing. I mean, they cry and they crap and they want food and stuff like that, but you just bring it to a hospital and drop it off. Nobody has any questions in this day and age. I mean, you know, it's just, yeah. I don't know. It's just, oh, God, I know. Sorry to sidetrack you, what? but Cheyenne got, you know, wind of that mom that oh. killed, she heard a news thing. You can't you know? explain that. To, how do you, I don't understand that at 30, you can't explain it to a four-year-old. No, it just was very, just, you know, very, she comes and says, Dad, did you hear? She's four and a half, a little baby voice. Did you hear? And she's telling me in, in detail. Mm. She heard the news, you know, something you don't realize. And it's just kind of saying, well, yeah. trying to explain it. See, it's called postpartum depression, honey. Mm-hmm. Get a dictionary. No, I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah. ugh, it's horrible. Well, new studies suggest thousands of workers may face serious health threats after working with radioactive materials being recycled by U.S. nuclear weapons programs. USA Today reports the recycling yielded more tainted uranium than had first been estimated. So it's that's a tumor. Bad news. Tumors for everybody. It's a tumor. That's what it looks like. So. Our own Sean worked with those uh, <laughs> products. He glows in the dark. <laughs> That's why we keep him around. In case of blackouts. <laughs> a blind man in South Africa may be jailed for accessing child porn on the internet to listen to it. It may you be a world's bastard. first prosecution for accessing child porn not to watch the images. Oh, yeah. Legal experts are scouring the statute books in South Africa to see if the law covers a prosecution for listening to children being sexually, I guess, abused, you'd call it. <laughs> Again. Perps come level. in all shapes, sizes. Yeah, sexual deviance on that level. Is just, I just don't understand. Don't understand. Sean. <laughs> Turkish television is launching a new reality show where two contenders will have to live on the country's minimum wage for a month. The minimum wage over there, you ask? It's about $91 a month. The two Righteous contestants bucks, right, <laughs> have to pay bills, eat, and go to the movies at least once a month and pay for the doctor if they get sick. The show, called 102 Million Lira started this week the winner will receive 25 billion lira or about 190 dollars <laughs> <laughs> and a new car so um i assume they're in the uh radio business over there <laughs> yeah. this is their 
when they're being paid. <laughs> so wait a minute, are they Turkish and yes. have to live on that money? Yes, yeah. Oh, well, doesn't everybody do that over there? Well, or? quite a few, yeah, live below <laughs> the, the poverty line and live with minimum wage, yeah. I That's guess they're trying great. to make a game show out of it. It's pretty depressing, if you ask me. I mean, well, maybe it's educational. Show Nick, you should watch it. Yeah. See yeah, how well, it's I, done. I get. Uh, they I do had, their own laundry. I had read in the Herald Tribune uh, that Clear Channel had picked up a few stations in Istanbul. <laughs> <laughs> so. Maybe you can ask for a transfer, Nick. Over in England, a pet shop owner saved a choking lizard by giving it mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation. Or is That's his story it, and he's sticking with it. <laughs> or is it called in England, the kiss of life. <laughs> the four-month-old reptile named Peapod, who is actually a bearded dragon lizard, stopped breathing after a locust became lodged in its throat. So the owner fished out the insect with a piece of wire and then gave Peapod mouth-to-mouth. He also massaged the lizard's chest until his heart start be started beating again, and it's a happy ending because Peapod is doing just fine. Yeah, it's strange that Peapod was wearing stockings and garters, <laughs> but uh, you know but that's just you know that's normal wear for a bearded dragon lizard, of course. Of course. First, he tried a small Heimlich with his pinkies on it, but that didn't work. So. <laughs> Well, a desk that can turn into a bed in a minute has been invented for workers too tired to drive home from the office. Nick! Englishman Anthony mm. Dixon created this after looking at ways to turn a small office in his home into a bedroom for guests on the weekend. Psychologists, though, are warning that the BESC could add to the pressures <laughs> facing already stressed workers. The first BESC was built in January out of aluminum and plywood and can support two adults. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Now, will they be selling these on the market? Because this is something we might be interested in getting for yeah, our office. we really should. Nick, you're going to be living here anyway. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> might as well get you a BESC. Get a BESC. <laughs> uh, we'll get you the best best we can buy yeah. <laughs> say that three times fast yeah. well word out of Hollywood is that Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger are getting back together you'll remember they separated oh. four months ago and the rumor also says that they're considering adopting a child to cement the renewed union and that Alec is turning to his friend Rosie O'Donnell for advice in this arena as she is sort of an expert on child adoption you know, he, uh, you know what? He, you know, he's been talking openly about how much he loves her, and you haven't heard any stories or seen him with any people or anything like that. That could be cool, you know. You, yeah. you want to see successful sure. relationships, especially with kids involved. Something else—I don't know if you know this. Referring to that story just prior to this, but Sean, our own Sean, he invented the first microwave refrigerator futon. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. You did good, Chubby. You did good. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call it? <laughs> <laughs> just, oh God! Just a place for my food. <laughs> yes, Heaven. Right. <laughs> Nirvana. Yeah. Oh, got home. Well, if you missed U2's really great elevation tour, fear not. They're planning on releasing a DVD of that tour, filmed at the <laughs> June fifth and sixth Fleet Center shows up in Boston. Also, a TV special may air around Thanksgiving. I think that will be great, and I hope that I'll be able to pick up a copy of that myself. Ah, I love those U2s, Beth Watkins. You're about to lose it! U2s. Mm -hmm. 
First or Showman. You're not going to have all that much support for cracking on you two. I mean, they were the biggest rock band in the world. No offense, D, what? in the 80s. <laughs> they were the biggest... D. Oh, come on. They were the what? biggest rock band in the, no, in the 80s. They, they were so... Guys, you two's huge. There's no arguing this. They play stadiums, for God's sake. They sold out in an hour. Of course they're huge, but to say they're the biggest band of the 80s... I said they 80s. were the biggest band of the 80s. No, Duran Duran was bigger than you two Dude. in the 80s. Oh, Duran shut Duran up, Darcy Dave. Duran and Duran play stadiums. Guns N' Roses played stadiums See? with the assistance of Metallica. Oh, come on. Yeah, it's like not, not too shabby an opening act. So I I, I, I dare say... Welcome to the second right. tier, Dark Side Dave. They were, they were not as big as you two. Oh, my God. Uh, they weren't. Oh, I hate to say it, but Slippery when what? Bon Jovi. <laughs> Bigger than any U2 album in the 80s. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know. Biggest mm. fan of the age. They were. It's <laughs> a joke. I mean, that Joshua yeah. Tree tour and record were huge. I dare say biggest and best. No offense oh, again, God. Dave. I know that your I band was know. really big and really good. I don't know who's uh, who's bigger than you two in the eighties. I can't side. think of anybody. <laughs> Well, Oprah Winfrey has bought a new $50 million home. It's one of the most expensive private homes in the United States. The estate south of Santa Barbara includes uh, 2,140 square feet main house and a smaller... How much? much? Wait, let's see. This is square meters, so it's actually bigger than feet. It's huge, anyway. It's huge, yeah. I mean, that 2,000 isn't a, that big a house. No offense, so it's Much bigger. Uh, and a smaller guest house and a few different gatehouses. Property in 1998 sold for just $14 million, and then they renovated it. Oprah apparently That's fell in love bitch. with it when she was shooting photos for her magazine, Oh. She also That's has a huge bitch. penthouse in Chicago and a farm in Indiana. She's got some money. She's really wealthy. She's wealthy and successful, her and uh, MS. They MS. both kick ass. MS. Martha. Martha Stewart. Why don't I do that story now? Well, since I just made a nice segue for mm-hmm. you, sure. <laughs> for those who are interested, I just wanted to let you know that Martha will be writing her autobiography, tentatively titled She's Martha. Really <laughs> and truly. She says, People are always asking me, How did you do it? So she says, I'm hoping to tell them in my book. You can look for that in 2003. <laughs> I would like to strenuously object to the insinuations you're making with a fart machine about Martha. She's been with a few men. You know I mean, nothing about nothing about Martha. Okay, just curious. I what mean, do you mean? She was married for years and years. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. I mean, I d- she's I not married now, but... The Stewart guy? Yeah. So that's that's you're, that's you're presuming this. Well, maybe we'll find out the truth. Maybe she'll maybe it'll be a tell-all. It's a she, man, baby. You think she has any skeletons in her closet? Probably. Nobody gets that to that level without stepping on a couple of people along the way. I think Mike from Shelton begs to differ on your opinion of U2's position in the eighties. I don't think so. Yeah, Mike, <laughs> if Mike was still there, he apparently thinks Def Leppard was the number one band. I don't know. Oh, yeah, they were huge. He says, according to VH1. What does VH1. that mean, number one band? Number one 
I don't know. Hmm. Are you laughing at Def Leppard? Yeah, I think so. They sold a lot of albums. They for did. Sure. Hey, I had that one with uh, Pyromania. Yeah. There you I go. had that on tape. Well, you were badass. That was another one on the Filthy 15. It there was? Pyromania. Speaking of badass, former Bay City Rollers drummer Derek Longmuir is in danger of losing his nursing license. This, after facing misconduct hearings before a professional organization of nurses. He worked as a nurse in Scotland until he was fired last year for his conviction on a child porn charge. He did guilty last March to two counts of having indecent pictures of kids at his home. Said the pictures belong to a friend. He tried the old excuse. But he does face a hearing which could lead him to being banned from being a nurse. Oh, so this is the same guy who's been having problems. Yeah. Okay, so it's not like another guy. Those in the aren't band. mine. He takes them down behind the furnace and he touches them in his pants. I, I can't remember what the drummer looked like, but they were all kind of baby face. Mm -hmm. They all had this little boy kind of thing going. They're, kind of, they're all a bunch of Nicks mm -hmm. in the Bay City Rollers. Great. <laughs> Thank you, Dean. Nick, you could have been in the Bay City Rollers. <laughs> Great. Just a couple of uh, more items here. Tom Petty is off the market. Word is that he got married earlier this month to his girlfriend, Dana York, in a very small ceremony with a few close family and friends in attendance. Good for Tom. Yeah, I always liked him. Has he been married before? I don't know. Yeah. You'd think so, but I don't know much so about his married Bob life. Dylan? Shut <laughs> 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 oh, oh, up! Are you the Petty fan, Darkside Dave? Yeah, Tom Petty's awesome. Yeah, I like him too. Look at that voice. Somebody got mighty glistening yeah. under that. <laughs> I didn't know it was another one of the untouchables. <laughs> Some uh, good news. Nikki Taylor has been released from the intensive care unit. It's said to be, quote, doing great. I can't believe how long she's been in crit uncritical condition. Yeah. That's a long Two time. Two months. Two months. She's had this life-threatening <sighs> liver damage. Apparently, though, the imminent danger is over and that she is on the road to recovery. So that's really great. They hope soon she'll be able to participate in some rehabilitation therapy. That was a really close call for her, so that's good. I bet she's going to get out there and start talking about, you know, driving and talking on the cell phones, cell phones safety, and yeah. stuff like that. The danger. Just one word of warning to you, D. Snyder. Doobie Brothers drummer Mike Hasek is in serious condition after a motorcycle accident Friday night. Apparently he lost control of his motorcycle while on his way to perform with the Doobie Brothers. He was airlifted to a medical center in California with multiple fractures and he did undergo surgery. However, he is improving and is expected to make a full recovery. So that's well, great. thank God for that. I, uh, I don't know how much trouble I can get into pushing my motorcycle <laughs> down the road, though. Hey, well, once you actually get some <laughs> gas in that baby, you might get her from zero to 15 in just a few minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, Nikki Taylor, she's, the doctors were very happy with her long recovery. She has, been, she has had more physicals and been checked by more interns than any other patient in the hospital. Nice God bless beaver. her. Can't blame him. That's your medical opinion, doctor. <laughs> Toronto. Nice beaver. Toronto over the Red Sox 5-2. Tampa Bay over the Yankees 5-4. And also the Mets losers. Atlanta beat them 8-4. Mostly sunny in the mid-80s today. Tonight, clear 60s. And tomorrow, sunny and even warmer into the upper 80s. It's 67 at 9:46. What time is it? It's what do we learn today time. That's right. That's when you call 860-666-4444, blank message. And you uh, tell us what you learned today and what are you vying for? Well, make it good, people, because we've got 
D-Day invitations to give away. That's right. D-Day invites are up for grabs to the person we feel learned the best thing. So give us a call. 860-666-4444. Join the party. What do we learn today is next. It's D. Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. You'll make it yours as well. Call D now. 666-4444. That's the whole idea. Radio 104. I can't sell this, man. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. What is there to talk about? Oh, let's go. Oh, and I'm gonna take it. Starting to sound like somebody we know. On Radio 104. Well, apparently New York Post got wind of my... Uh, <laughs> incident on my motorcycle. You it's are right here. Yeah, it's uh, page three. D. Snyder was in good physical condition and appeared to be, but appeared to be mentally shaken after he unknowingly ran out of gas on his motorcycle this weekend. No, not really. Before being informed what was wrong with the bike, he was seen peeing on it and witnesses <laughs> overheard screams that sounded like son of a bitch. <laughs> Actually, right there in the news. <laughs> wow. Couple of that post, they, uh, they don't <laughs> miss a thing. Um, couple reactions to Nick's interview with The Edge. Brian from Chicopee says, that's the first interview that I've ever heard that the interviewer only talked, uh, interviewer only talked about himself. <laughs> I guess you may have missed some of my interviews, Brian. And uh, Diesel Doug says he counted 34 eyes <laughs> in the interview. He used the word I 34 times. Way to go, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and only you is it. Oh, you're Edge, right? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and then it was downhill from there. All right, well, it's, are we have any sponsors today, Darkside? No, we don't. Okay, until further notice, I'm not asking you anymore. Okay. Um, sponsors. Everybody sing. What we learn, what we learn today. What we learn, what we learn, what we learn today. Okay, Lisa from Watertown. We've got a pair of invitations to D-Day 2 on the line here. What did you learn today? Hi, D. Um, I learned that I can offend um, somebody at the bank. I just went through the drive-thru while Dark Side Dave was uh, making lewd noises about Martha Stewart in the background, and she's like, what are you listening to? <laughs> yes, officer? <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> yeah, timing is everything, Dark Side. <laughs> Hold on a second. Should have waited to roll down your window. Just a minute. Just a minute. Beth Lockwood, do tell. <laughs> you can just turn this down right now. No, actually, I don't mind Guns N' Roses. And you shouldn't. They were the number one band of the 80s. I don't so. think they were. Okay. I will I will give, I don't remember the gentleman who called, but I know that Def Leppard sold a lot of records. Axl Rose would kick Bono's ass. I really don't think so. Oh, I don't know about that. Axl Rose, who, by the way, has a flabalanche going on right now. Oh, he does now, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's probably pretty wimpy. Nah, hey, you know that. what? Did you see the beating he threw Stephanie Seymour? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's tough. <laughs> he's tough. Can't really he beat funny. that chick? She's like, what? 
five three, five four, hundred ten pounds. <laughs> He's a man's man. Nice idol, dark side. Dave. What did you learn today? Duly noted. I learned that Twinkies don't go well in the microwave. <laughs> yes, we had a small stink, fire. They stink up the entire building. And we were not responsible. Nope. It was one of the other stupid stations. For once, no one at yes. the station was responsible. Yes, so let's talk to Chris from Bristol. Chris, good morning. It's D. Morning. What I did you learn today, Chris? Sorry, D, but I learned that uh, you might be dumber than Nick after uh, the gas incident. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Come on. I was caught up in the, the spirit of everything. And I didn't realize that I had run out of gas. Oh, God, it's so stupid. And the symptoms, when he said I was going, you know, it started sputtering. And he goes, did you, did you put gas in it? <laughs> That's like the first thing you're supposed to check, actually. Hold on a second, Chris. All right. Fair is fair. I, I, I'm, I'm, what are they? I'm self, I'm beating myself like the Japanese do when they, they feel <laughs> shame. After the show, I'm going to fall on my own sword. <laughs> Dark side, Dave. Had an opportunity to play Guns N' Roses twice there. Uh, what did you learn today, Darkseid? Well, I learned that uh, Clear Channel may actually have a branch of radio stations in Istanbul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. What are they paying now? Uh, $91 a month? Yep. Yeah. That's Pretty good, good money right there, yeah. It's nice to see the pay scale. There's no favoritism to any of the countries. <laughs> it's, it's consistent throughout the world. Let's talk to Vinny from Ansonia. Good morning, Vinny. Vinny? I learned that. In this uh, week's golf tournament, that there wasn't any holes in one, more like holes on one. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, Vinny. Bravo. He's referring to the story that Beth told that there were uh, girls in bikinis that were, well, they were going to, but they banned them, right? When they found out yeah. what was going on? A bikini clad golf tournament. Yeah. So uh, Vinny said that they're not, there's no holes in one, there's hoes on one. <laughs> Not bad. Vinny was a little nervous there. Uh, uh-oh. Nick, man of the hour. It's raining, Song of choice. By the listeners, they said yeah. if Nick was playing the skin flute and singing along in the shower, this would be the song he'd be singing. This was big at karaoke Friday night, too. Oh, sure oh, was. It? Oh, yeah. People love it. They get into it? Yeah. The girls get into it? Yep. Hmm. Uh, well, see, this morning... I learned about the Basque from Bath, uh, which is the bed desk, and I think I'm going to be installing one of those here uh, in the 104 pod. And, uh, you know, I, I always think of you guys as, you know, I have my family, but you guys are my family away from my family, you know. So I'm just going to hang out and uh, stay here all the time. I'm not going to leave. Uh, there's a nice lawn area outside where I could barbecue and everything, <laughs> catch a suntan and drink some beers. We got the kitchen with the microwave. Beautiful. And the Beautiful sink, bathroom. Yeah. No shower, but you just do a little horse bath. You oh, know, Puerto, Rican, Puerto Rican shower, right in the sink. Whoa! What? No, that's what they call it. No, Nick. Who calls it that? People. The Puerto Ricans? No, I'm down with the that girl. What's her name? The Puerto Rican girl. Puerto Rican princess uh, from yeah, Bridgeport. Rican she princess. loves I think you me. were down with her two seconds before you said that. No, yeah. D, they like me. They really like me. But yeah, I could do that. Oh, you Sally Fields? 
<laughs> and um, yeah, I'm gonna hang out. And I think Todd Thomas is really looking forward to this as well. So I, I, I know you ask your parents. I can't believe you, you just think it's acceptable to throw that stuff around. Anyway, <laughs> what? Well, I mean, you know, I'm I'm totally down those. That's people. what they call it in Long Meadow. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally acceptable in Long Meadow. No, Angel Angel's cool with it. Our security guard here. Oh yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah. Yeah, you just I'm wait sure one is. day when you least expect it. By the way, I, quick story. I, I have a beef with security today. I, had, I was here at work yesterday with Sean. I was trying to get in here Saturday afternoon to get some stuff done. Security, I could not get in the office. Security was not around for like two hours. I was waiting to get in, trying to get in. I found out whoever was working security in the afternoon, I made a big nasty note for him, uh, went to a volleyball game, went to play volleyball during their shift oh. time. Our security left? Yeah. Well, I'm sure that doesn't meet with the approval of the security chief. No. John, right? John, yeah. So, I'm, so I this guy him. lose his job? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to make him lose his job, but I get a beef to pick with those guys. Where was your key? Where was in Sean's pocket? Okay. Okay. I'm not even going to go. I don't want to get started with that. Why was this? No, what? you don't want to. Forget it. Forget it. Jay from Ansonia. Is on the phone, Jay. Good morning. It's D. Good morning, D. How are you, man? What did you learn today, Jay? Uh, according to recent violence reports, most people know who issued their donkey punch. <laughs> hold, hold on a second, Jay. Vinny. Vinny. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. Do you know Jay? Yeah. Okay, I had a feeling that you guys knew each other. Hold on a second. Is it the same person? Is it two different lines? Do, do you see what's going on? <laughs> he's, got, he's, he's got two lines covered here. He's Vinny and he's Jay. Psycho's real sharp. Sharp as a knife. Well, they were both actually stars. good. I just, he's, really, he's, he's trying to change his voice. I thought the voice sounded familiar. Okay. Well, uh, all right. Um, what did I learn today? Well, I learned maybe I shouldn't have outed myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes one can be too honest. No, no, I'm willing. I feel shame, and and that's the way I feel. I have to deal with shame. Is is you know out myself publicly, and uh, take it like a man. You know, uh, you feel shame. We make you know we've all made stupid mistakes in our lifetime, and this was uh, the first and last time I make that one. A hard lesson was learned. Make got sure you have gas in your motorcycle. You must have got manure for your brains. <laughs> yes, I know. I, I most certainly do. I most certainly do. And from the family feud, I learned what the listeners think Dark's, what sound effect Dark Side's underwear might play if it could play the farm machine. I learned that. So uh, there was a lot. I, I learned a lot of things today. Hey, that said, I'm talking to my John, guy all wrong. It's wrong tone. Do it again. I stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Sean, read them and weep. Who said what? Okay. What did they learn? All right. Lisa from Watertown learned that she can offend someone at the bank due to Darkseid's fart machine sound effects and the story about Martha Stewart. Chris from Bristol learned that you might be dumber than Nick D after the running out of gas incident. Vinny from Vinny, a.k.a. Jay from Ansonia, learned that in the golf tournament, the... Uh, what was banned, it's not going to be no holes in one, but rather hoes in one. And Jay from Ansonia, a.k.a. Vinny, according to recent violence reports, most people know who administered their donkey punch. <laughs> Come on, we got to give Jay. Can they, can they go? It's not like an age thing, is it? Jay or Vinny, I guess. Give it to one of them. Jay or Vinny. 
Okay, let's give it to Jay or Vinny. Jay? What's going on? How you doing, man? <laughs> All right, we are two different people. You're actually two different people? But we set it up, though, so that we both fall. Well, okay, so if you get... So if you win the invitations, are you going to bring Vinny with you? Yeah. All right, well, you got him, man. So uh, uh, you, you're coming to the party, bro. Well uh, done. And, and actually, uh, Vinny was close behind. It was either one of you guys. So uh, hold on a second. We'll get your information. And, uh, and I'll hang up on Vinny just in case he's actually a different person. Chris, Lisa, well played. Time to go. Little cow's waiting to get in here. This week... I feel like this week is going to fly by. I feel like I'm on like a mm -hmm. steep hill. I don't know, but Nick, how do, how do you feel? Is it, you feel like it's going to fly by? Um, I wanted to go as slowly as possible till Friday and then Friday go quick. You wanted to, but this is that's when you wanted to. That's when it goes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, when you want to go fast, it drags. When you want it to just, We're you know, get over with. It, you know, it, when you want it to go fast, it drags. When you don't want it to go fast, it flies. Yeah, I didn't get much sleep last night. <laughs> All right, well, the big day, D-Day 2, coming Friday. Everybody wants to tune in for that. Tomorrow on D-Snyder Radio, radio we uh, did an interview with Dave Navarro of Jane's Addiction. It was pretty good. Uh, it was very good, as a matter of fact. He's promoting his new solo CD entitled Trust No One. And we'll be talking with him. Be sure to go to our website, Radio104.com. Check out the things that Nick's got going on for sale. At his, uh, he's having a tag sale in Manchester tomorrow from 3 to 7 p.m. There'll be a keg. Everything must go. They'll be announcing the address tomorrow. And it'll be online, posted with directions at Radio104.com. And uh, Nick and Sean will be there. They'll be taping some of the stuff for later in the week when they do Shame of the City. It's going to be Shame of Nick's Apartment. Okay? So be sure to go to the website. Well, more D-Day invitations to give away. GHO tickets. And remember, everybody who wins GHO tickets has a chance to win my VIP passes to the big event. You know, much as I hate to give them up. Uh, I am willing to for you, the people. All right, have a great day, everybody. Hang around Radio 104. Listen all day. To